0: What up? What up? What up? Welcome
1: back to another episode of Cultivated Ignorance. Yo! Whoa! It's not how we do things around right here. Oh my bad! I ain't supposed to talk to you. You said my name first. My bad. Don't make it seem like don't make it seem like I'm your I'm your hype man or I'm your intro man. Okay. Bro, go ahead. I'm gonna tell you. You do your thing. <coughs> I'm gonna do my thing like I usually do. What up? What up? What up? Welcome back to another episode of Cultivated Ignorance. I am Will, the host,
0: <clears throat> and I am Mike, the original host.
1: What nigga? This was Let's
0: play this. This morning. is more so my idea. That's what it says it on paper. And you just like kind of followed it in. Paper. It says it on paper. First of all, first of all, it was both our idea.
1: No, see, look, even so, who so who typed these notes? But to be nice to your ass, <laughs> I put your <their> name, <laughs> <No. laughs> <laughs> name first. You did me. it to be nice, but he it doesn't. Can't. Aren't you a writer? Doesn't he, alphabetical order is. A,
0: I, I won't worry about it. I was like, well, sensitive. I don't want him to get butt Word? Hurt. That's what we do. I don't want him to get butt hurt I'm going to buzz a little name first. Well, just so
1: y'all know, I am Will, the host. I'm Mike, the resident host. Let me fix the paper. This week... <laughs> 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 this week, we got a dope show lined up. Yeah, <clears throat> this episode is going to be... We're, we thought of... The, so we're kind of redoing things. We're kind of like doing the titles first and shit. Mm-hmm. So this episode is titled Balancing Your Blackness.
0: Yeah, man.
1: And it's kind of... uh well came from an episode well whatever those things she does called the rants bro, the Jill's black rants doing her like that bro. the
0: black rants dude who Jill's black if y'all don't know her she's very dope um she does she rants. rants she does rants but she's speaking a lot of truth um uh, spitting a lot of knowledge and um sometimes she does a little extreme a little bit.
1: just a, a wee bit extreme a wee bit okay you being nice a tiny bit extreme
0: but overall
1: She has great points. Yeah. Um, (laughs) At least she did on this one. I don't really vibe with her like that. But um, anyways, we're going to be talking about kind of how blackness affects your worldview of things. Mm. How we should kind of act in certain situations. Just a whole bunch of blackity black shit. (laughs) Um, (laughs) We're also going to be talking about uh, a movie that just came out. What's it called? So Sorry to Bother you? you? So you think you're not alone? Is that right? Sorry to bother you? So you think you're not alone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where that came from. A Michael Jackson we'll song came out of my head out of nowhere. I don't know what we'll watch. I watch Sorry to Bother You. There you go. <laughs> we're gonna be doing that. Uh we're also gonna be talking about Dear White People. Yeah. Which Mike is a huge fan of. Whoa. Um <laughs> we also got our I was about to say Jet Beauty of the Week. <laughs> We're going to start calling it that. We're bro, gonna we might as well. Hey, um, yeah, y'all joining in the live.
0: Hey, good to see y'all. Hey, Auntie. Auntie um, we're also going
1: to be doing our Thursday week as we do every week. But uh, first, we are going <laughs> to let Mike do his little church announcements. Well, bro, I mean, okay. since you want to make a thing out of who started who and who's in. Oh, God. Oh, I was tripping out because i was watching <laughs> on the camera just now.
0: <laughs> first of all, thank y'all for joining in the live chat. Good to see y'all. We love y'all. What's up, Crush? What's up, um, Darwin? My cousin Harvey, what's up, y'all? Um, right now is when we do the church announcements, when I shout out like local events happening that y'all need to go to. Um, for those watching live, y'all should hit up Bless the Mic tonight, hosted by Bugsy Calhoun, the awesome, awesome poet, legendary. Um, that's at Taste of Jamaica. That's $5 to get in. I think Lady Purpose is featuring tonight. We went last time when they finally had to return after a very long time. It was very dope. It was super dope. Exactly. Insanely dope. Um, go hit that up. A little bit further out, we got the best show. Some people say in the history of Columbia, forever, like ever since the beginning of the time. Well, I mean, I've
1: been to a lot of shows, and I'm, I got to admit, it's it's insanely dope. Is it the best show? It's the best. Let me think. It's, it's definitely, yeah, it's the best. It is the best. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Thank you. See, Will's finally... Got a good sense now. Blue Note Poetry. <laughs> August 7th. Yeah, you better cut me off after that. <laughs> August 7th, Blue Note Poetry, man. We're featuring Sky High and Yenobi G of the infamous Ride Out Crew. They're insanely dope. Um, if you've never seen them perform before, before you just going to get up on the live stream. Bro, bro I'm so, sorry. I'm professional. I'm sorry, y'all. Um, two insanely dope poets um, featuring. We're doing it at Pearls um, Oyster Bar now. It's going to be dope. Always free. Um just like the inspiration, open mic, come through, do your thing. Uh August eighth at seven PM, the Watering Hole um Poetry will be back. having
1: what?
0: Said the stars back. The star is back. <laughs> um The Watering Hole will host will be hosting the Pack the Park fundraiser um at the Fireflies baseball park. I'm sorry. Oh that's dope. Um yeah, they're gonna have fun and games and stuff. Uh if you know the Watering Hole, non uh, nonprofit organization. That sent us around people of color and their poetry, very very dope people. Um, Please check them out. The tickets for that are ten dollars. For those of you who write out there, uh, Naomi just checked in. What's up, Naomi? Um, Those of you who write um, and want to publish your own book, um, my good friend Theresa Wright will be having a poetry um, self-publishing workshop. I'm sorry, um, August September uh, so August 11th at 2:15 p.m. The space for that is very limited. Um, hit me up in my DMs if you want to attend that. Um, but if you ever wanted to self-publish your book, if you got a manuscript ready now, she can help you with all that. She's insanely dope. She helped me with my book, um, which is very, very kind lady, very awesome lady, very knowledgeable lady. So, um, only, oh, thank you, Naomi, thank you. I'll try to keep up, you know what I'm saying? You got to get the do right, you know what I'm
1: saying? Um, Will didn't compliment me on my hair, so. Whatever. Bro, you've had it for like three weeks now. So like, two weeks, first of all. If you see the back Naomi you'll be you'll be wondering why did I
0: comment? <coughs> it's coming out this weekend. But cool. um, like I said, hit up to Wright. Um, that's August 11th, 2:15. If you want to get in on that hit me up. Um, yeah, I'll help you out with that. Last but not least my Augusta people August 11th uh, at 6:30 p.m uh, location to be announced. we got dope spit open mic featuring Jules. And sky high of Ride out, um, like I said, Ride out is insanely, insanely dope. Um, one of the best group of poets I've ever seen. Period. Um, Lexi, what's up, girl? How you doing? Um, yeah, insanely, insanely dope poets. Come through, see them. Um, I'll release more information about that as the weeks come. But um, yeah, man, that's what, all the events y'all need to hit up this weekend or this coming weeks. Check them out. Is it my turn again? Uh, it's never your turn because it's actually my show.
1: Go ahead. Proceed okay, then. Right. Go ahead. Well, I don't want to take over your part, bro, because you didn't... No, 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 I'm to no. give you a little no, slice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you for being so generous. Bro, I mean, you got it, man. We're going to beef the whole show, y'all, just so y'all know. For those
1: who ain't seen the show before. <laughs> so, all right. So, like we said, this this episode is all about balancing your blackness. Um, Like we said earlier, it came from this... Uh, Instagram star, Jill is black. Um Icon. Yeah, you can catch her on Instagram at Jill Is Black. <laughs> and she is black as fuck. She's black as hell. <laughs> um and she was basically talking about like how you were supposed to, I guess, kind of how people feel like you're supposed to act in certain spaces and kind of <clears throat> is are you supposed to always think about your blackness before you make decisions and actions and things like that now? We were also talking about this because, um, what? Well, I mean, Jones said, "Hey, Will, what's my book, Darky?" Bro,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so this, so this is the form yeah. you choose, right? Really? <laughs> <laughs> You're um, me. but no. So we also saw Hard started to bother you, and it seemed like it was a bad turnout for the most part. I don't know about you.
0: I didn't look at the numbers yet. You look at the numbers.
1: I think it did like five million in its first full length week
0: for a movie that doesn't have like a lot of like promotions is that pretty good i felt
1: like it did maybe because i was searching it and you know google fed me the ads right <laughs> you put them cookies in yeah cookies was deep um <laughs> i feel like i got promoted all mm-hmm. the time
0: i didn't see it a whole lot i didn't see it out there like a whole i seen like a couple of commercials yeah and like the hype for it was real because like black people were like sharing it like crazy mm-hmm. but um I haven't had a whole lot of black friends talk about it yet.
1: Yeah, it's it's different. Um the movie's definitely different. That's what one thing you can take away That's from it.
0: Something, yes.
1: But um, yeah, like we were saying. So, anyway, she had she did a podcast a little while ago, Jill is black, and she was talking about like why she never saw Black Panther. And the reason was she said, I'm just not into sci-fi movies. Hmm. You know what I mean? And so <clears throat> It brings me to your question, like, after, like, the Oscars, so white, and all this other stuff, and, you know, we want to see black people kind of succeed, or do whatever, should we kind of act outside of our own interest to, I guess, further black people in a way? You know what I mean? Especially, like, with movies and things like that, like, Sorry to Bother You, it could just not have been your movie, like, based off the previews you saw, whatever. Right. But you got, like, a black lead actor, a black supporting female actor. Right, right, right. You know, all this blackness it should you kind of just act outside of your own interest to go see it
0: are we just talking about like entertainment or are we just talking about like black um
1: products in general I'm talking about like black products in general I mean unless like the product is trash you know what I
0: mean I was gonna say so I think there's like a spectrum to it like I don't really believe in seeing something just because it's black like for instance I don't I'm I hate Tyler Perry movies. Like I hate them. Bro, them shits are the goats. <laughs> <laughs> you would love it. Hate Tyler Perry movies. I can't remember last time I went out of my way to go see one because I just feel like the quality is like not there. So the if you were putting out content the first and foremost, like it has to actually be worth watching, I feel like. Regardless if it's black or not. Yeah. That's a, like that's the debate me and my mom used to have all the time. My mom used to eat up some Tyler Perry movies. Because I know because they were black movies, and she didn't want to see like a black director like fade away into the abyss. You know what I'm saying? And be <laughs> unsuccessful. And I was like, that's all well and good, but the should trash. But at the same time, uh, for another instance, like a friend of mine's um, son sells jewelry, mm-hmm. like really, really feminine jewelry that's something that something I probably wouldn't wear in a million years. But like I know he's like, got a small business or whatever, and I just like decided to buy some necklaces just because like I can support him and I can just give the jewelry to like, my mom or one of my homegirls whoever, like, that I don't have a problem with because I'm just trying to help a black business, like, you know, get up the ground. So, I mean, I guess it's a spectrum. I don't know how you feel. Is
1: everything on the spectrum nowadays?
0: I think (laughs) Everything (laughs) just falls on the spectrum now? Uh, Everything can't be black and white, bro. Like, it really can't.
1: I mean, I I feel like unless the situation is, like you said, like, they're already known to be poor quality in whatever is being produced or, you know, sold or whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. I think you should try and give it a shot, even if you don't not not interested at all. <laughs> it's just like just something that's just. Maybe you should just advocate for something. Like maybe you should be like, you can do that. go yeah, do see that. this thing. You can share it. You can
0: share it. Like sharing does. Like I've we talk about as artists all the time in Columbia. You may not be able to make like half the shows you hear about, but just hitting that share button. Yeah, you know, it, it does definitely
1: does stuff. Yeah, because. I'm sure you you share a lot of stuff on Facebook. Absolutely, I know some stuff you just either not gonna go to or whatever. Absolutely, you know what I mean. But um, Nothing yeah, nice. that's kind of I don't even we weren't supposed to dive that deep, but um, <laughs> that's kind of where it started from. But anyways, um, <clears throat> also like, how does your blackness change your worldview of things? Ah,
0: uh, I feel like the main way it's changed it is. If, it feels like I've been taught this lesson of like anytime I excel in any type of facet whatsoever It feels like me excelling in it is an exception in a lot of ways. Like aunts, My aunts and stuff used to say like talk about me graduating college or even graduating high school Yeah Or like just being productive with my time not having like several baby mamas um, Stuff like stuff basic stuff Yeah they talk like talk about it like it's an exception. Like, they expect it otherwise a lot of times. And I feel like that's expected of a lot of black men in general, let alone black people, to kind of fail or not be exceptional a lot of times. Mm-hmm. So it feels like any I do something, like, above what I feel like is a standard, it feels like it's being praised on, like, a whole new level.
1: Like, oh, he's actually articulate. Like... Bruh, this shit's so insulting. (laughs) Yeah, like... This shit is so insulting. What about you? Um, I would most agree with what you said. But also, like, I think, like, not just that. Like, I think we are raised in a completely different way. Like, there is... There's not much, I guess, space to be... Kind of just explore ourselves as a whole. Oh, am I, like... Being weird or whatever? like Yeah, being weird, whatever. You know, just not having a set plan mm. to where, you know, like other races are just kind of like, you know, pursue and discover yourself and this, that, and other. You know what I mean? I feel like black people are taught to be, stay on a much more narrow path. Oh, yeah.
0: Like you the know guaranteed I mean? path to success. Yeah.
1: Like. The guaranteed path to success. Don't, don't hang with this crowd or... You know, the artsy crowd, cause they don't make no money. They're all bums. Right. The, this crowd who smokes weed sometimes, cause they might lead you to other drugs. Right, or, right. You know what I mean? Like it's just so much we, we're just not giving that kind of freedom within our own community. And right. I think that's how it's mostly changed my worldview. Um so it made you more apprehensive to like go outside of the norm? No, like not, no, no, not really. I'm just I just know that that's kinda Probably when I was younger, but, mm-hmm. you know, I just, I just kind of know that about my race in general. You know what I mean? Right, right. That we don't have that freedom to just kind of discover ourselves.
0: So I guess it goes back to the, the original question you asked. Like, when you do see something weird like Sorry to Bother You, um, should we consciously, like, go out of our way to support it? Even if it's just sharing. or that, Should we go out of our way? Even if we may not fully understand it ourselves, mm-hmm. should we still go out of our way to, like, spread it to the masses and be like...
1: I think so, because you never know, like... How that could like open, you know, change somebody right. in general. You know what I mean? Like, cause I I didn't I started. I started playing I started doing a lot of nerd shit <laughs> after high school. Right. Like playing magic, playing Dungeons and Dragons. You know, like Pokemon cards and Yu-Gi-Oh cards, that shit was a that fad. Was it, yeah. That shit was a fad. Like you were just supposed to get the cards and be <laughs> yeah, done with it. Exactly. Once I started playing it, like I, I c- kind of completely became a completely different person. <laughs> And that was like something I discovered. That show was that shit was so dope. Like
0: mutated into the Yu-Gi-Oh master and shit.
1: Bro. Oh. What's was the dude's name? Uh what's what's the, oh, the Yu-Gi-Oh? Exodia? Bro, I
0: don't know. I oh, I okay. never got into the show. <laughs> I played the game heavy. I never got into the show. But yeah, yeah. man. Um I think um Jones just made a good point. Um, follow the Bible and you're gonna be alright. Like Bro, you know it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think we all taught like stay on the Christian path. Like anytime. And I've been this is one thing I've been fighting with Christianity Christianity is um anytime you take credit for something like you take it as a, your soul credit, like older people will be like, nah, God you don't have that unless God gave it to you.
1: I mean, but if you believe in God, I mean, if they believe in God, then I don't see the problem with that.
0: The problem is like you taking credit away from yourself. Like you gotta know that it's God gave you a body and a mind and you know, functionality basically. Yeah. But it was up to you to make the necessary decisions. To be successful. To get there. Yeah. yeah, I think that's what it takes away.
1: I don't think they're trying to take it away. That's what I hear, bro. When you, I, th- hear. I think they're just giving God some 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 love. They're just giving God love, and then there's like. <laughs> <laughs> and I, mean, like I mean, I mean, I understand like, you would not be here if God didn't let you here. Like, I get that. Like, that's.
0: I understand that to an extent.
1: But it's like God was looking out for you, baby. This, that,
0: and the third. I put it the perfect way and I'm not gonna I hate to put my mom on blast, but I love you mama if you see this ever Yeah, that's your ass (laughs) She's gonna beat my ass as a grown man Either way, but my mom does like incredible things We don't get slapped on live Facebook
1: What? (laughs) I didn't mean to cut you off, but Shut up What?
0: I thought you was making um. I thought we started mama jokes. No, Cicely popped in. Oh, I thought you were saying <laughs> hey me to my mom" and shit.
1: Bro, come on now. Just so y'all know, we be
0: clowning each other, mom. It's all out of love.
1: Come on now, bro. Stay professional. <laughs> all
0: right, it doesn't exist here. That's cool. Um, so my mom does a lot of wonderful, wonderful things. Hey, sister, I love you more. Um, wonderful, wonderful me. things. And every time she does something nice for me, I say thank you, mama. I appreciate you so much. She's like, oh, thank God, sweetie. It wouldn't be here without him. I'm like, mama. <laughs> Just take the love, guys. Just take the love. Take my love. <laughs> and every time I try, like, it, it, you have to force them on, like, thank you, mom. Say you're welcome. <laughs> She'd be like, God says you're welcome. <laughs> all the glory to God. Glory to God. <laughs> so I was like, man, you got to know, like, you're still a powerful human being. Like, yeah, if you believe in God, like, I do believe in God. Like, yeah, definitely a
1: force, but. Not everything. Not everything. I, I guess, know. bro. I give all the glory to God. <laughs> That's fine, man. <laughs> oh man. So like you know, there's well, there was a recent situation in my life, our lives. What situation are we talking about? There's been a lot of situations. The, the, uh, the friend. Yeah. Okay. That thing. Okay. So yeah. <laughs> so like, all right. I gotta, I gotta admit some in the midst of the story. So, next question is, how do you? Walk the line, being black and just being human. Right. Right. Okay. So we had that situation. I can't. I can't air it all out. No, we ain't gonna do it all. Because it's still a. Uh, we would love to. Still a work in progress. It is. But um. You know, situations arise where like. You feel like there was, I guess. Wrongdoing. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And you, I guess, as a black person, you always kind of wonder, or you always think am I upset or was this or did this occur because I'm black right or just was it just an occurrence of somebody being upset you know what I mean right so like let's say a white person calls you well no let's say (laughs) wrong that was a terrible example because that shit's auto racism (laughs) it's auto default racism yeah but um I don't know there's just situations that occur and so like you know our situation with the dude saying the n-word right um I found myself yesterday this is way out of left field. I found myself the other day. I was in traffic. This motherfucker. I changed it to motherfucker today. <laughs> Cut me off. Um, said the c word. No, I didn't say. I didn't say the c word. I said bitch. Mm, well, I but think. I was. I had to think to myself: like, was I being sexist, or was I just saying bitch? Because I felt like. What's the know, answer? Only you know the answer. I don't. I don't know. Was it, first of all, was it a woman? It was. I don't know, bro. Sounds kind of
0: sexy.
1: Oh, my God, bro. So, yeah. So, I said bitch. But if I had said, like... I feel like bitch was the only thing that would have came out of my mouth. It could be sexist. I'm, I'm being dead ass. Like. I
0: mean, it's a question of... When you say... When you insult somebody with bitch, do you mean, like, an in an insulting manner as in, like... I mean, like, bitch, like... Scumbag motherfucker. So there's nothing like, no feminine undertones, no like.
1: I call dudes bitches all the time.
0: But when you do that, is it because, like, you're trying to tell them that they're acting like a woman or a girl or something? No, not really. It's just, you're a bitch.
1: You're like, I call you a bitch all the time.
0: First of all, <laughs>
1: <laughs> you don't love me. just like that situation.
0: I'm saying it's like, it depends on where you're I mean, from. Like, just like with the friend like we said in the question, like um, actually a better example. Uh I know you saw the saucer Barry Cohen uh prank the dude, the representative. Oh, I ain't never seen it. Okay, well I didn't know Sauce Barry Cohen was still out here like that.
1: <laughs> no nigga nobody um, did.
0: Men often use bitch and That's what I was trying to get the point of um Jones trying to figure out. But anyway. Saucer berry Cohen pranks. Use a, a
1: bitch, Jones.
0: <laughs> <He> prank some <laughs> House of Representative um Republican. Um, he was dressed as like a North, a Middle Eastern and he told the dude like if ISIS like attacks him, if they try to kidnap him he should scream some obscenity that everyone would pay attention to to draw attention. So he was like, what's the worst thing that, what's the, like the forbidden word in America right now? He was like, the N-word, right? And he was like, yeah, 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 yeah. So like he did like an exercise and he had like he was kidnapping the dude and the dude just like screamed the N-word like so free. Like he just like <laughs> at the top of his lungs said it and it was like was that because was that a part of him the way he said it was a part of him like always saying it, or was it like my life is in danger, this is the only thing that can save my life <laughs> like that's the fight. So stupid, <laughs> yeah. and I think it relates to our cuz like he claimed that he don't talk like that, but he was upset in the moment,
1: yeah, so it's like that's what you're you say when you're upset, I hope not.
0: I don't know. man. I feel like at the end of the day, you know what you mean when you say "bitch."
1: Yeah. So. Just don't know. <laughs> Were you shaking your head like you got? To I don't be- know, man. I'm. Hey, the good thing is, two years ago, no, I I wouldn't even have thought of this. Right. It would it wouldn't oh. have been even on my radar to think of it. Oh is. no! Yeah, that's what we call growth. Oh, yeah, is- <laughs> this gotta <guy laughs> happen. Like-
0: <laughs> Jones in here talking about no, Jones in here starting fights somewhere. with people. Was well, in you come out comes out. I agree, Jones. I agree. Like, I do know that some people just say, like, kids, like, go on Xbox Live. You get this shit all day. Kids will say shit that they know is going to offend you. Yeah. And the kid don't even know what the N-word, like, the origins, history behind it. They just know you black, and they're going to say the N-word and just to piss you off. Like,
1: And they be getting it, too. You
0: got to mute that shit, man. That's why we fuck with Fortnite. That should be too much. Yeah, um, did you answer your own question? Did we actually ask the question? I don't what? know. I, I do went, went off, the off the on a tangent. You know off on the self-discovery to the <laughs> misogyny and shit.
1: Oh. <laughs> Come on, man! You can't be doing me like that now. We don't <laughs> lie, bro.
0: I'm sorry. Real, Will loves a woman, especially a <clears throat> black woman. Um, how do you walk the line between being black yeah. and just being human? Did you already answer it? No,
1: I don't. No, <laughs> <laughs> you're not going. The question was just for me. <laughs> um. I mean, it's my show, so I'm the original host,
0: so you have a slice of show now. Uh, Lexi said it's taught, Um, not by nature. Yeah, I agree, absolutely. Yeah, that's that's definitely talk Hatred is always taught. Um, how you walking the line between being black and just being human? Um, I think I walk it naturally. I don't go out here shoving my blackness down everybody's throats because I don't feel like it's necessary. I don't go looking for racism. Um, if I run across it, I'll address it. But, like, I'm not looking for like, any bad interaction I have with a white person. I'm not automatically thinking, like, that might be because they're racist. Like, because when you do that, like, Baldwin had a really good quote about it. But the basic, the basic um, sentiment of it was when you woke as a black person, like, it's like an internal insanity. Because now you're looking for it, like, in every... You're fashion. looking for it, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I don't do that, but I do go out of my way to promote black empowerment. If I mentor kids, well, I only mentor black kids, really. Um, and talking to them, I tell them stuff that relates to black young men. Yeah. Cause they need to know real stuff that like they're expected of them as black young men. Um, I go out of my way to um, just encourage black women of all types, like, and just promote positivity to black people more than anything. Not that I have anything against white people at all. It's just like, I know that we're looked at as lesser by so many different eyes so I was like, I can walk as a human, like a natural human being, but I'm going to still go out of my way to be like, black is still beautiful. Like, this shit is not a curse. So I think we get caught up in this whole, like, black people has just all these troubles and just, we can't relax at all. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to kill that, man. Like, being black is beautiful. And I go out of my way to, to encourage my friends to believe the same thing every day. So I've managed to do that without going insane. Like... <laughs> You got to turn off social media sometimes, because you, especially right now, bro, every time I get on so, on Facebook, it's like a new reason to be scared as a black person in America.
1: I haven't um, seen any police killings lately, so that's good.
0: Not police killing but you see this, like, white people turn, calling police on black people for some random reason every day.
1: Oh. Well. That
0: ain't going to change. Uh, so-and-so black woman got called ugly because she's dark-skinned or, like... Just some reason to just like hate on black people every day. Yeah, but yeah. You just got to turn that shit off sometimes. Um, thank you, Naomi. You just got to put a, um, the quote for me. To be black and remotely conscious in America is to be in the constant state of rage. Yes, that's the quote. Oh, I did see that somewhere. Do I think we watched um, "I'm Not Your Negro" together? I believe. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that
1: was Baldwin. I didn't hear you say Baldwin. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Appreciate that, Naomi. Um, you answer the question. Or you just gonna skip. No, nah, I mean,
1: <laughs> bitch. I'm trying to emasculate you right now. But see, you said it again, right? <laughs> you watching it as it happens. Um, Nah, man. I, I, I think for me, myself, um, I just try to make sure I'm not disrespected as far as, like, you know, my blackness is disrespected or black people being disrespected. I can't say that I really advocate or I'm out here like that, you know, volunteering, doing all that other stuff. all right. But I, I feel like if there's a situation, then I feel the need to address it, like, especially, especially at work.
0: You having a microaggressions at work, bro.
1: Like, bro, <laughs> you know, like sometimes you can just kiki, and sometimes it's like, all right, all right, y'all just when was y'all that? just not got too free with y'all shit. I don't know if you can talk about it, but what was the last time this happened? bro? It's, it's. I'm sure it's got to do. Everybody in the office is football fan, so I'm sure it had to do with the kneeling. Oh, I'm sure it had to do with the needle. Oh hell. So, something about these guys making millions of dollars just then a third. Yada yada yada. Shut up and play football. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it had something to do with that. They were just like talking over you
0: like did. Yeah, just, like, like
1: yeah. cuz my office is what is it? Uh three two dudes that used to be in the military. A uh, lady whose whole family's in the military. Mm-hmm. It's just like wall to wall. Patriots in my damn office, bro. So, yeah, man, like, I just try and make sure that I defend it when it's necessary. You know what I mean? You feel like you can defend it at work, though? I mean, I've gotten away with it before. I've gotten away with it so far, I'll say that. So far. You feel like you
0: gotta control it, though? Like, you gotta, like, pull, like, I can't go all the way in on y'all, motherfuckers, but y'all gonna hear me, huh?
1: Yeah, dude was like, dude said something, one one of them white cats. He said something, and he was like, well, I mean, if they don't like it so much, they should just leave or something. No, he said something like, if it wasn't for us, y'all wouldn't be here. And I was like, yeah, you're right. I wouldn't be here. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, it's just like... You're absolutely right. It's dumb shit like that. Like, you got to deal with all day at that job anyways. Bro, I'll tell you. So, like I said, I just try and make sure I'm not disrespected or my blackness isn't disrespected. I think that goes for most people. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I think...
0: There's a way to go about doing it. Like you ain't got to go all the way in every single time. Because one thing I do see is people like being quick to be like, as soon as they get in the room, as soon as they, as soon as they get into the debate with a white person, yeah. it's like, all right, as soon as my person say something sideways, I'm going in with the check your privilege
1: lines. I'm going in with the <laughs> check your privilege. <laughs> like, I got the I got the, uh, I got the damn privilege manifesto, bro.
0: Like I think we get like really, really. Anxious to do that, and that's understandable where it comes from because we dealt with bullshit for so long. But sometimes it's like, all right, just relax. Like, you ain't got to go go to 10 unless you push the 10. Yeah, because if you just go off straight off top, they're gonna make you look crazy and play victim. Yeah, um, like, um, what's the name with um, LeVar Ball? That, um, what's the lady's name? LeVar Ball's the GOAT, by the way. All right, oh, you talking about Christine Leahy staying yeah. in place? All the shit she was talking, and then. Lavar like was like, I'm gonna go ahead and kill this shit now. i Off top before you even start.
2: <laughs> She's like, what's wrong? I don't know what I did. What's like, wrong?
1: That bullshit, man. Like, there's a way to go about doing it. Yeah, man. So it's crazy. don't let these people out here. Don't let these people of other races disrespect you.
0: Exactly. <laughs> what is um, Lexi saying? Like, it's crazy when people come into my job or coworkers don't get that being the only black female human being. Takes a toll, but I hold my own and make a plan and not tolerate this action. That's what I'm talking about, Lexi. Yes. Let him know.
1: Yeah, t- yeah. Temeka can't work at my job. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, Tamika's taking some heads off. <laughs> <laughs>
1: bro, we'd bro, we be, both be fine. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly.
0: Tam said your going 10 is not somebody else's going 10. I agree with that. You can expand on that more if you want. Um, I think I got just what you're saying, though.
1: Yeah. Um. Well, we kind of answered this earlier. Should we, which we shouldn't have, should we go out of our way as black people to back things that are good for us oh, as yeah, a whole yeah. but don't really align with our interests? Like going to see Black Panther, even though if you're not in the sci fi movies, this and kind the of third. What kind of person don't want to see Black Panther, though? Jill is black. Jill is lame. She's still babe, but golly. How she know? is? I didn't know she was ever bay. Jill's bay. Come on, man. Boy, I, don't, I don't fucking know about that. On, she, Jill is Aggie. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, like I said, this is Jill is extra. <laughs> she can be,
0: and then we got to be careful of that too, man. And just oh, we already kind of stated that, but oh, I think we actually get into that later. Let me hold that point. Let me hold that point. Yeah, I'm gonna pull that. Go ahead.
1: Well, <laughs> like we said earlier, man, I think we should at least advocate for something, unless yeah. we know like the, the quality is poor or. Sends a, a incorrect message, you know what I mean. I think Jonesy has said this before. Like, I'm not gonna buy your stuff just
0: cause just to keep it blackly black. Like, black. <laughs> Jonesy has some kind of crazy status. This it was hilarious. Um, yeah, you know, somebody just vouching on the fact that they're black, <laughs> and that you should just support it just because. Like, nah, you still gotta have quality
1: quality things. Yeah. Um. So Mike brought up something good when we were talking about the show beforehand. Not letting the black experience jade your view of the world and not letting activism stop you from enjoying life. <laughs> <laughs> basically.
0: And basically, man. Um, I see a lot of things like I see a lot of times people, especially with a huge social media um followings, um, tend to talk about the same black issues over and over again. And while it's good that they're reinstated um, you know, the point is driven home, You can be caught like if you have a bunch of friends who have the same exact mindset as you, and a lot of those friends just want to be angry a lot of times. Like, me and Cree talked about this a lot. Um, a lot of those people are actually just attached to complaining a lot of times, yeah. So, it's like when they get to attach their complaints to something that's actually legitimate, like they're good, like they can complain all day, every day. (laughs) I think Cree put it perfectly. Like, Cree has a very large um, social media following. Mm -hmm. Um, shout out to Cree Speaks Media. Um, she uh, when she had memory no more, which I don't know if she took it down or not. Whenever she would complain about you know men and uh, you know the trash ways that we have, posts would get like two, three hundred likes or whatever. A gang of shares, I forget how many comments. But like when she would promote like positive stuff about her man at the time, or like men, like, the positive men in her life, it would be like twenty likes, a couple comments.
1: Bro, this just people. Sure. This is people. People just like seeing bad stuff.
0: You got to watch it like certain What you're receiving in. Yeah, yeah. you got to watch. Yeah, what you're receiving in, what you're putting out, and who you're sharing it with. Like, I think we get caught up in just preaching to the choir, complaining about the same thing every day, and no one's really saying anything different. It's just like, this is why we mad. Like, I love the, like, what y'all mad about today memes. Like, this is yeah. why we mad today. <laughs> like, people just want to complain. Anybody actually putting out solutions or proposed solutions. It's just like, let's just be angry. And, being black is just still hard. Here's another reason why. Let's harp on it for like. Why do you think people do that? Like, I think some of it's self-traumatization. Like, we got like it's like we're used to looking for bad shit to happen to black people at this point. And so it's like we actually look for it to happen. We're gonna find it every time because racism is never going away. And it's like. It's this constant cycle of, like, keep feeding yourselves the bad stuff, the negativity. Um, Because, like, a lot of people don't... A lot of people have a lot of time on their hands. And a lot of people, I think, have good intentions, but have not the best plans of action to kill the negativity, quote-unquote. Because at the end of the day, like, if if all the racism went away, if everything was solved, everything was good, a lot of people wouldn't know what to do with themselves. Like... A lot of people would just be like, find something else they, to complain. They, they, about. I mean, they
1: can't just prosper. Like
0: they can't just. I think a lot of people don't want to prosper, bro. I think a lot of people. It's it's depression. Depression is part of it. Like a lot of people are just depressed and sad, and they just don't want to feel better. Not saying everybody. You don't know nobody who just likes to complain all the time. Bro, I know a
1: couple people. <laughs> That's what I'm talking <laughs> but about. I feel... but... but I feel like they want to do better. Like I would hope they want to do better. You know what I mean? They might that. just not be able to formulate a plan. They might just, you know. I'm not saying I don't. See, I don't see why you would want to stay angry. Like that's what depression does, <laughs> bro. Like the <laughs> depression makes you want to stay
0: sad. Like why would you ever want to stay sad? Like depression makes you think there's no way out. Things are never getting better. I'm telling you firsthand because I've been. That's you. That's you. <laughs>
1: that's you. That ain't me, baby. I'm, living my, I'm living my best. Living my best. that needs to be the theme song of the show, bro. That is. That's a the theme song of life.
0: <laughs> it does, but you know people. Bro, the people that you know that are like this is the example of what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um. I don't think it's the majority per se. Um. I think the media perpetuates a lot of like the racism stuff because it's such a hot topic now. Um. I think the media will keep pushing that out because that's what people want to read about. And I'm not saying that makes it any more any less valid, but um, that's just like. They know that's what people want to read and talk about, so they're gonna keep pushing it out. So certain people gonna keep getting mad about it, and they can keep sharing it, and it's like in the cycle for a lot of people.
1: That's whack, man. I feel like, especially for people who have this kind of like hive kind of social media, you know what I mean? Like, right. where they just only take in thoughts that kind of, you know, uh, align with yeah, the align their with their own. Mm-hmm. Like, why would you do that? Like, why? There, there's no learning in there. Whatsoever, like exactly. it, even if even if you have like a, a what you feel is a concrete view on something, All right? But if you've never seen the other side of that, like what's the, like where are you gonna get?
0: Excuse me. I think that's the most dangerous part about building a platform based on like calling out racism, for example, because now that but you built that platform based on that, so that's the only thing people are looking to with you to talk about.
1: So now you got to keep finding content, but it's not not just even those people, not just even people with a platform, just people who follow these people. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Like they're not putting stuff out; they're just they just follow a certain number of people who hate white people for (laughs) slavery. Right, like why not try and receive? That's what I I feel like that's what we preach. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Just receive information, even if it doesn't align with your own. Like why? Why not? It seems like you just you living in ignorance. It seems like <laughs> common sense, bro. <laughs> it
0: seems like common sense, but it's really not. Um, People, low well, table chambers and encl- enclaves. It'd be nice if you read it out loud so everybody could hear, bro. It'd be nice to put the thing on your laptop, bro. I'm good. <laughs> Actual interaction is awesome. Um, I'm just trying to like get like because everybody was in comments so my Thank y'all for showing love yeah um, we appreciate it. I think Jones was like saying like people love to just stay in their bubble bubble comfort zone like if all you know is misogyny or if all you know is racism and calling it out like and someone gives you an actual solution for a lot of people, it's I'll put it the best way I can put it. um I just talked to Stephen Barnes, a famous author um a couple of weeks ago. he said uh, the reason that a lot of people don't succeed. Is not just because of fear of failure, but because of failure, of, fear of success. Because when you succeed, you got to kill like your old self, like your old self. You have to grow into a whole new person, right? Mm-hmm. You know, the actual de- and actually develop into a whole new being. So you have to kill this old person in all your old ways. For a lot of people, that's a scary, very, very scary thought. Like, I have to destroy this whole thing. I've been my entire life. And be this whole new thing that I don't know what's gonna work out for me entirely. Yeah. Like I think a lot of people are afraid of that. N- Niggas need to do better. <laughs> <laughs> always grow, man. Like yeah. let's also remember that racism isn't the only system of oppression affecting black people. Absolutely, Naomi.
1: Oh, that's yeah, very Absolutely true. right.
0: Um I'm trying to read these comments as they go, man. One of the most important things I saw my father ever do was listen to Fox News. Asked him why he said to understand the enemy.
1: Oh, well, actually, you do that, don't you? Yeah, I listen, I watch Fox sometimes. <laughs> yeah, it should be over the top sometimes. But I follow people I don't agree with, like Ben Shapiro. And I, after I found out about Candace Owens, I follow Candace Owens. Um, no, that's bae. I Well, I think for people like Candace Owens and that little worm on CNN, uh, Who? Pierre... Or Pierce, <laughs> that little worm on.
0: Don't him. wait for Angela to beat his ass, bro. I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for
1: dude it. Dude is such a worm. Like he sits like weak in the chair. <laughs> and he's just the worst of all worst oh, people. Oh god. So yeah, man. I mean, like especially those people. Like it's like, why are you my color, and you have you face the the same issues I face, and you feel this way? Like what the like? Well, you want to get cut, like, kicked out the club? But I, I must admit, I, I've never heard anything enlightening from that dude. That little worm, dude. Oh no! But Candace Owens, she's not right, but she has a very different way of thinking. Right. And it's not a victim. Her her way of thinking is like she feels like black people always play the victim, mm-hmm. which they do sometimes. Yeah. And you know she's extremely the other way. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, take it, take take it with a grain of salt, everything she says, because uh, you know what I mean. I'm not saying she's right, but she just has a different way of thinking. There's nothing wrong with that. You know we can't just be demonizing people out here because you know they're, they're on the other side of the aisle. Or.
0: Yeah, we gotta like don't like you mean
1: like not even listening. Like, yeah, like people just write Candace Owens off that she's crazy without without hearing anything from her. Right. Just a couple of tweets. I support Donald Trump. Yada yada yada. You know what I mean. Well, a lot of
0: people are like that. I think um one of our best friends just told us like she didn't she say she deleted everybody on her timeline that she said um supports Trump.
1: Yeah. Yeah, she did. Like she, didn't she, have a conversation she unfriended people. Yeah, unfriended people in real life. <laughs> yeah,
0: and yeah, we was like, is that a little like preemptive? Like, yeah, she want to have a conversation. She was like, no, nah, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, like, like, I don't think it's that deep, but I don't know. I would rather than. I guess it's how much you value the friendship. Like, if I found out you was a Trump supporter, like we having to sit down, like.
1: But okay, at the same time, like okay, so if I'm a Trump supporter, right? Which mm-hmm. I'm not. Let's not lose any followers, I know everybody <laughs> just leaves the feed. <laughs> um it's not it might not necessarily be that I'm a Trump supporter. I might have voted for Trump because I'm Republican because I have some Republican views, you know what I mean mm-hmm. which I might not subscribe to the um marijuana should be illegal like him and Jeff Sessions are trying to demon you know do or whatever but you know maybe if I really supported military and I wanted more military funding like maybe okay, what if I was a soldier? And I voted for Trump. You know what I mean? Like where he promised to increase military wage, you know what I
0: mean? I, I see what you're saying.
1: You know, it's not just a black and white thing of why I voted one way or why the same I am this way. It's a spectrum thing, bro. Everything's a spectrum, man. <laughs> Everything.
0: I mean, I don't know if I would like personally that those things make me still vote for Trump with all the other terrible shit that he's doing, but I see what you're saying, though. As a, this nigga
1: sent me $5,000 a year or more. I think about it. I I'm saying you it. would
0: think about it. Like it'll be hard to. I would hope it would be you know, hard to ignore everything else and just <laughs> look at the paycheck. <laughs> but I definitely understand. Like it's just a thought process of things. And we're living in the, like cancel c- culture right now, call out culture, where people just do something wrong, even if you did something wrong in the past. Like, I don't know if you saw what happened with Tim Gunn, um, director the Guardians of the Galaxy. Saw that shit. Dude that made the first two Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Um both I think we both like love both yeah. of them. Um uh, he's been fired for making the third one.
1: What? He a Trump supporter?
0: Nah, he had made some okay, admittedly so, crash super gross tweets like about about ten years ago. Um, just joking about like pedophilia and like um Are you nigga, you, go. you got to go. You got I feel like if it's ten years ago, like I don't know what his mindset is right now. Mm-hmm. But you can at least see what his mindset is now. But it's like it was no, there was none of that. It was just like somebody dug up the tweets. Disney found out about it. He's fired. Kind of like Chris Hardwick with the sexual um, oh, yeah. allegations. Like it was like overnight, this man was fired. Yeah. And it's like we you know we definitely want to get rid of all the you know toxic people and stuff. But like, can we do, do due diligence on like investigating first? And
1: okay, so while we're on toxic people, for me, it's a victory this week. Ooh. My dog Charlotte came out on the other side of the Me Too oh, movement. Oh, here we go alright yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Thoughts and <laughs> thoughts and views reflect Will's, not mine. So y'all know now. My dog Charlotte came out on the other side of the Me Too movement. Why you say that? Looks like he' gonna like he' gonna keep on making these checks, man.
0: I'm just, I'm just sketch about them. So, tell me how you feel about the whole situation. Because it's several allegations.
1: It's, that's the that's the thing that kills me, bro. It's like several rape okay. allegations. The first one, the uh, one with the, the one where he got actually like put in jail and then he did a plea deal. With the was the 15 year old incident? The
0: with the with the 15 year. It was a
1: 15 year old. I I didn't know it was a 15 year old, or it was just some girl who said she got date raped.
0: The one that I know that he actually took a charge on was
1: involved with the fifteen year old. But the charge, let's be clear, the charge was not. The charge was contributed to delinquency of a minor. That's
0: fine. Let's
1: be very clear.
0: That's why we can be clear.
1: DNA DNA test proved he wasn't. He wasn't guilty, right? Yes. As far as I know, yes, I didn't okay. see an actual. I'm telling you, Because <laughs> a, as a Charlemagne defender, I'm telling you. But I think I think a lot of what it shows is people are stupid, not to just not to just um in general, but like stupid to laws and stupid to how things work, and I think we're getting a lot more awareness about like sexual assault and what it really is, you know what I mean, and I'm not really sure if we can say someone's innocent because the law wasn't known at the time, you know what I mean
2: mm-hmm.
1: so he was wrong i i'll I'll admit that he was wrong for having sex with old girl. While she was drunk, you know what I mean. Are you talking about his wife now? Yeah. All right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, he was wrong, but I don't. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just teeter. Everybody can do you. I'm gonna just walk the line over here. I mean, bro, like I don't. Back back in the day, that shit wasn't like tripped on. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if like if both parties were drunk,
0: we'll see. Okay, let's bring it back though, because the story that he told on Brilliant Idiots was he was with some woman. Um the plan was for them to have sex. hmm Uh they started drinking. Um, and he had snuck. He didn't say snuck. He, he said d- said like later he on just, in the thing. He didn't say snuck. He said put. Without her knowledge, bro. He did I don't remember him saying without her knowledge. Did you listen to the full show? Yes. Did Schultz was like continually trying to tell me, like, bro, if y'all were already gonna already gonna have sex, why did you sneak the shit in her thing? Like
1: He said 'cause I he, he didn't say sneak it. He said why did you put it in there? Without Six was a freaky motherfucker. No, he did not. Bro, listen to the shit. Okay, well maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> if I'm wrong, I'm wrong.
0: He put the shit in her, in her drink without her knowledge, bro. <laughs> he said, what the
1: fuck is going on?
0: Yeah, dude, we we trying to help Will out, bro. Um, Jones says Charlamagne is, is problematic as fuck. That's what we get into the bottle of.
1: Bro, everybody's um, problematic, and I fully believe that.
0: Okay, there's different levels of problematic though. <laughs> he put the shit in her drink without her knowledge. You can go back and listen to shit, and proceed to have sex with her. Um, she was a lot worse off than he was. Like he was like drink, he was drunk, but like he was competent. She wasn't really competent. She didn't really know what's going on. She wasn't passed out, but she didn't really know what was going on. Had sex with her. Next morning, she didn't know what happened. She asked him what happened. He said we had sex. Uh, she said you had sex. She said with who? He said with me. She's said, alright, I'm glad it was with you and not your crazy ass cousin and shit.
1: Uh-huh. And she sounds like right.
0: <laughs> but the the hard part is, is that she won't call it rape. Um, I guess they had her on the show on um, Breakfast yeah. Club, and she said some crazy shit at the beginning. She was like, "On a show, you were talking about rape culture, but this is something different. Y'all are actually talking about rape right now." So like, what are you talking about? It's the
1: same. <laughs> the one thing I did, I, the one thing I was a little bit on the fence about was like, Charlamagne describes it as some woman. And when he talked about it on the Brilliant Idiots podcast, mm-hmm. and then like out of, out of out of just so happened to be his wife, right? That was a little fishy. That was a little fishy. That seemed like a cover up, but <laughs> that and the only time
0: I've ever seen her, Charlemagne be like, seen ingenuine is um or non genuine is. So when he described it on the Brilliant Idiots, he was like, "Yeah, like, I was kind of tipsy, but she was like fucked up." Um, on Breakfast Club, he was like, "Yeah, we were both just out of our mind, drunk, and we just had sex."
1: And I was like, "Bro, what are you doing?" Bro, I mean, she said, <laughs> "She said your memory shit," so maybe his memory wasn't that good. Even though she was supposed to be drunk out of her mind and pass out and didn't remember what happened the next morning, maybe twenty years later she knows. Shut your ass up. <laughs> Maybe twenty years later with a straight face. <laughs> <laughs> maybe twenty years later she knows exactly what happened. She sounds like rape. It came back to her. She uh, sounds like rape. What do you say? Why do we go so out of our way to defend
0: men and not victims? That's so what I'm here for, Naomi. Like, I'm saying, like I think she got raped, bro. Like, I, I'm sis. I think she got raped. Um, I think she has... She's. She Maybe she doesn't identify it as rape. Um, maybe because they're married now. She feels like she has to defend her man now. Okay, so let me... I don't know.
1: Do you think by public perception back in whenever happened 20 years ago. Did they say it was 20 years ago? I thought he said, like, 1998 or something. Which incident are you talking about now? The the one with his wife.
0: What did you say? What was the question again?
1: I said, when did it happen? And what do you think public perception was of that occurrence back then?
0: I mean, clearly just like with the Brilliant Idiots podcast, I, don't think, I think people didn't think it was a big deal because they were laughing about it.
1: and Well, they were laughing about it in, like... 2016, 2017, whenever that thing happened.
0: I think sexual assault and rape in general was taken a lot less serious back in, back in the day period than it is right now because it was just swept under the rug so much and it's so normalized. Like, toxic behavior was so normalized back then in general that people didn't think it was a big deal,
1: I'm sure. So do you feel like... If, if the story checks out, do you feel like he should be like crucified or not crucified but punished for those actions if the story checks out as to
0: him actually committing rape,
1: whatever you want to call it.
0: It sounds like rape. <laughs> if it checks out like, that he actually raped this woman, and yes, absolutely. Okay, like if you're Charlemagne and you claim, let's like, go. I've been like, I've been one of a few people like similar to you, been actually probably proud of how Sean man has acted in the last, what, about a couple of years or so? When, ever since he discovered, like, rape culture. And he gave himself Donkey of the Day. Yeah. And decided to be more conscious of it all around. Like, I feel like he's actually been doing that um, up and down all around. Yeah. So, like, if he's really about that, and I guess the key factor will be his wife calling it rape as well. Like, I think, yeah, you should definitely, like, face the punishment for it. Like, it was a stupid mistake you made, you should pay for it, and then come out, move forward. If you're really for, like, the, if you're really for getting rid of rape culture the way you say you are, like, it has to apply to everybody, correct?
1: I mean, yeah, I suppose, but I mean, like, I don't know, like, if the mentality back then that it wasn't rape and and it didn't seem like rape to either party, even now, you know what I mean? Then I don't see... It's 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 a different level of understanding nowadays. It's is a different. It's no, di- even. It's probably even a different interpretation of what rape is. I don't know if it's a different interpretation. I think a lot of stuff, like I
0: said, I think rape and stuff has been happening. Sexual assault has been happening a long time, and people didn't call it that because it was normalized. Charlamagne made the perfect like analogy. He talked about like back in the day when like it's a joke, you would run up behind girls and just pull their um, tops off at the beach and shit, pull their titties out. And think that shit was hilarious. That shit wasn't called sexual assault, but that's exactly what that is. Like, if a woman didn't want her breast out and you just did that shit, you got away with it because it was normalized. But that doesn't make it any less sexual assault.
1: But, I guess. I guess. I mean, I understand what you're saying. And it's kind of hard to argue against it. But I I think the, the fact that, like, Bill Cosby was raping. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That was rape. Mm-hmm. But I don't think this situation... At least following the guidelines that they followed back then. what well, I felt like they followed back then. I don't think it was rape. Uh, you know what I well, mean? That's what, I think that's what the problem is, yeah. bro. Like, I'm not saying we don't need to do better. Because obviously we're at this point and there's no turning back. You know what I mean?
0: I think the <clears> point <throat> is to not follow the guidelines. was like, I
1: can't do this nigga.
0: Well. She's like... <laughs> <"I can't." laughs> I love you too, Cicely. Um, I think that's the, hey, Hannah, how you doing? That's the point, bro. You can't follow the guidelines of back in the day. Like, back in the day, racism was normalized. Uh, sexism was normalized. Misogyny was normalized. Like All that shit was normalized back in the day. Like You can't go by the rules of back in the day. Like You got to go by like what it, what it, was it. like Look at it straight up and down. And I feel like having sex with an incompetent human being who you don't know very well and wakes up this morning saying, what happened to me? Sounds like right. <laughs> that sounds like right, bro. <laughs> I know that's a guy. I know that's a boy.
1: <sighs> well, we just gonna go to the next topic. Bro,
0: like admitted something that like the best people can make terrible decisions. Yes,
1: I will admit that. Sometimes those decisions can be great. Sometimes those decisions can be debatable Y'all help well out, man Y'all pray for well. I did all I can I mean
0: Jones said Where do we draw the line Between punishing past action And acknowledging Acknowledgement of a person's present growth I think you draw the line When the person acknowledges What they did wrong in the past Like If they acknowledge they did wrong in the past Then you can move forward But if they don't even acknowledge it Like How are you supposed to call that growth? They don't even know they did something
1: wrong. I don't know, man. Like he said, like <laughs> I don't know. table. Stop it. <laughs> well,
0: I'm trying to, trying to, I know, right? You got me.
1: Um, I don't know, man. I just it feels wrong to call it. Well, it doesn't feel wrong, but I I, I don't think it is. I don't think I don't think it is. What stops it from being right? Just past rules. Also, the fact like, okay, you make okay, you make it seem like he date raped her.
0: That's what it sounds like.
1: I don't think it was, bro. You put drugs in her alcohol to get her looser
0: to have sex with her, and he you sex but with her. But they were gonna
1: have sex anyways. And Before also, they, were gonna have sex. And also so they went to really the store that? together. They went to the store together. But she didn't know she
0: put the shit in her drink. Is what I'm telling
1: you. But if they went to the store about the Spanish fly together. So even if that maybe so, like, maybe maybe that's a detail he left out. You know what I mean? Like, why would you? Why would you say that? Why, why would you not know? say I, we took the Spanish father together to have sex to have greater sex? Wording. I mean, I'm just saying. Like, it that's seems like word. if you include that in the story, bro. Schultz literally said you. I snuck gotta listen the to it again. In.
0: Listen to it again. Schultz literally said you snuck the shit under the thing. Like, why would you do that if y'all were already gonna have sex? I don't
1: remember him saying snuck. I don't remember him He's
0: saying what it's snuck. snuck, but it wasn't, a it, she wasn't knowledge. she didn't know he put the shit in her drink. Point I thought he, I thought he did. She didn't know he put the shit in her drink. Okay. Let's do the show again. I will. So it's like, if you're already going to have sex, why do you need to put shit in people's drinks without them knowing?
1: I don't, I don't think that's what happened. I don't think that's what was described. Right, we'll go describe.
0: listen to this shit, man. Yeah, said, you're creating a threshold of acceptable violence and essentially saying that until it crosses a line of your choosing assault is acceptable uh, you oh, that.
1: I don't I, I mean I'm not on the witness stand I'm not you know what I mean like I don't have a I, I don't have a I don't have a part in this actual thing it's just my own belief like I think she's saying like by perpetuating a certain narrative
0: that the, the narrative that you're perpetuating, like, that's part of, like, reinforcing, like, you know, victims being victimized by such actions as we're going to have sex anyway, so I just put the shit in a drink. I,
1: okay, we're going to debate on whether.
2: <laughs> you
1: can listen to the podcast. And I will after the show. That's cool. <laughs> Everybody saying it's rape. Right. Okay. Everybody okay, for the, says it's rape. Right. Okay, for the point of us not losing followers, it was rape. Right. <laughs> I'm not trying to, we got to move on, but I I don't believe it was rape and Mike believes it was and we will definitely do. And I'm growing. So even if you think I'm wrong, I'm growing. I'll admit that. I think Mike can say that I've grown a lot. I think it was definitely (laughs) grown before
0: it was time. Y'all, if y'all know when I was first, like introduced to like feminism and just like becoming like just the womanist in general. Like I used to like come to Will and another friend of ours with these like philosophies of how we I apologize. Together. That was and, poor
1: wording on my part, Naomi. I apologize. Okay.
0: Um and like when I was first like trying to just introduce what misogy- what defines misogyny, like motherfuckers was crucifying me. But like since then I, I do see Will understanding a lot more stuff. Um I think he's wrong about this thing, but like in general, I think he's um
1: I was wrong about Cosby. I tried to defend Cosby at one point.
0: Oh God, bro, you was bad with that shit. Yeah. I remember we was at um speakeasy with that shit. He was terrible that. I don't know. Um
1: All right, so we went on a tangent. Yeah. Um all right. Where are we at now? Knowing when to pull the black card. <laughs> what the fuck? Talk about this one, Mike, 'cause I'm not Um, I
0: put black card in quote and quotes whatever, but knowing when basically knowing when like an unfortunate situation that happens to you is because of your skin color. Versus, like, just, like, an unfortunate situation. Um, How do you kind of, like, navigate that in your personal life?
1: I mean, I think it's all about, like, like we said before, just, you know, balance. Like, trying not to call out everything, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> earlier, like I said, just kind of doing what I got to do in certain situations. Um you know, there's always going to be some things that arise. What they say? I feel like people are filleting me. They might be. <laughs> Jonesy,
0: you want me to read what Jones said? Go ahead, bro. I'm Jones said, "Y'all let, let, help Will out, man. Help him get help him get his life." Bro, I'm all um, about growing. As men, we have a duty to accept women's definitions of rape and sexual assault and act accordingly. My last word on the on the matter. Agreed. Yeah, absolutely. Agreed. Because I mean, I just talked about my home, with my homegirl the other day, like. We as men don't have to worry about. It. If we go down a dark alley, we ain't worry about getting raped. Like that's we might worry about getting robbed or beat up, but that's not something we have to live with. So, yeah, we definitely got to listen to women at all times, and um, just stuff that's just been normalized in us, man. Like we don't a lot of us don't know what sexual assault is, man. Stuff we do every day is sexual assault. Yeah. Um, that thing dudes do in the in the club when they sit standing stand against the wall and a woman walk by and they just grab ass and just place something. I've seen that shit firsthand. Yeah. That shit was insane.
1: Oh. Um, I don't know how we got so deep on it, but it's real. It's a serious thing. Man. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. we um, go ahead about how you navigate, how
0: you take off your black skin, and then put it back on. No, it's funny.
1: What? <laughs> no, just <laughs> funny. Um, no, how go you, going? you go? You go because okay. I already said my little piece.
0: Um, it's, been, it's even been some things. I think um. I think we were, like, just, like jumping the gun on. Like, I think, um what was it, the H&M thing with the kid with the monkey shirt? I mm-hmm. think we had Tampa on the show talking about that one. And um I didn't think, like, that was necessarily, like, on purpose trying to, like, call people monkeys, black people monkeys. I thought it was a stupid-ass decision that they just, like, made because they're racially insensitive. And, like, when you have a company that's, you know... Led by white people They ain't got to deal with Like being called a monkey They ain't got to worry about None of that shit So I think they made a Dumbass decision Um But I wasn't super offended Because like I don't expect white people To be sensitive to stuff That affects us Like It's wonderful when it happens But like For the most part Whenever Racism occurs Towards white people Like white people Ain't got nothing to do with it Because they just ain't Got to deal with it So it's like Why would I even expect you To change that So I feel like um I'm not super anxious to pull it because because of that fact. And it's plus white people just say stupid shit sometimes, man. For example, when I first got this damn hair shit, right? Mm I knew the bullshit was coming at work. I knew some dumb shit was coming. I knew it. (laughs) Went into work and they was actually doing good at first. They was like, Hey Mike, like like your hair. Nice hair, Mike.
1: Cool dude, Mike.
0: Whatever, whatever.
1: <laughs> and shit went left.
0: <laughs> it damn near did. Because like, all that was cool. I was like, all right, they're doing good. That made me proud. I went to go, we had a new employee come in. And um, one of the directors called me. They needed assistance getting her logged in. Went to go see her. It just so happened she had a similar hairstyle to mine. She's like, oh, you guys have the same hair. You guys go to the same person? Like, shit like that. Can easily be taken like the wrong way. Could have easily been like, so you think all black people go to the same fucking shop and stick, you're flipping. No. You think all white people go to the same shop or whatever, whatever. Like, it could have easily been taken there, but it's like, nah, we got similar hairstyles, they're different. But, you know, we just, we just here. Yeah. We just like our hair, you know, out our face sometimes. So stuff like that, like, you just pick your battles more than anything. Pick your battles. Like, you ain't got to fly off the rails every time. And that's truly necessary. But if you go around Looking for a fight You're gonna find one Every time Like I don't know What is the say? Darwin said Let's not forget about Passive racism That's what I'm saying Like that's what you Fight with in your head Like Is this nigga being slick I know bro (laughs) They saying some like Shit that just like They feel like they get away With something Or they actually just said Something just out of ignorance
1: Yeah
0: That's hard man
1: I think white people do say a lot of stuff out of ignorance. So, at the same time you just you just can't let that shit slide.
0: <laughs> so when they do when you know it's genuine ignorance, like what do you do? You just
1: I mean you you say something about it, like you might I mean you don't have the wild out on them. You know what I'm mean? saying? Oh, yeah. yeah. I agree. With just that. just nip it in the bud. Like, hey, Jerry, come here. Yeah. <laughs> let me talk ta- <laughs> ta- to you. Yeah, man. I hear that. Um all right, what else? Oh. Putting a stop to the constant blacker <laughs> <laughs> than thou competition. Light skin, lifelong hardships. What the fuck? Light skin, lifelong hardships versus dark skin. Hoteps versus liberals. Explain this one.
0: All right. So. <laughs> This is like this constant, it's been on forever, but more intent, intensified by the social media, constant war between, between black people of like, of course, hoteps um, that claim they're for black people, but as soon as you come out as gay or feminists or anything like that, like, you know, it's, ah, it's instant fights. Yeah. Um, I constantly see uh, with dark skin, have a lot of hardships. I'm sure there's a lot of hardships that come with light skinned people as well um and especially that are mixed um but people like i see like oppression in the olympics is what i call it when people was like my struggle was harder no mine no my struggle is harder and it's like don't get caught up in how do you not get caught up in all that nonsense like how do you let and this is especially affects black men and black women when um when black men you know we, a lot of times we talk about black men getting shot by police and black women are like they come to the forefront and be like. But, you know, we get murdered by police, too. We we face a lot of hardships as well. We face even more racism and sexism in a lot of ways. And dudes are like, nah, we don't see that. We just see our struggles. (laughs) Like, how do you get people to just see, like, at the end of the day, we're all in this together. We got to recognize each other's struggles. We got to give power to each other's movements. Like, how do you just get people to recognize at the end of the day? You can be having it hard, but somebody might have it worse than you in the same race. And all yeah, if you say you're for black empowerment, you should be for all black empowerment.
1: I mean it I agree, but you know, at the same time, like this kind of structuring this kind of us kinda putting ourselves in these boxes. This shit's been around since slavery, you know what I mean? Like light skin paper bag tests, you know, light skins inside, this, that and the other. And so we gotta find a way to really break that cycle you know what I mean as far as separ- as far as separating ourselves between because what do black people separate themselves basically skin tone right that's how we that's, one of the that's ways. how we you know what I mean and I think all races do that but I think especially black people in this country have to figure out a way around that because you know we kind of have to we have to all be together like we ain't been together since forever all right you know what I mean I don't know how, what it was like around civil rights era but I imagine they were all together
0: do so you implying like the phrases like um, light skin and dark skin that's like detrimental? I think so. So we should just get rid of them all together? You think?
1: I, I don't know about get rid of them, but mm. learn how to get around them. You know what I mean? Like, because I think it, it does like light skins are thought of as prettier or fair skin. Soft, I mean. It just breeds jealousy, you know, one way or another. You know what I mean? Would the more effective
0: means to solve is to just recognize that. Y'all can y'all's differences don't make one better or greater or lesser than like what's the best way to put it? Everybody's um, the same, everybody's not the same, everybody's different, but we can all be like dope basically. <laughs> like, um, it's like when we hype up black women because we love black women, right. Mm-hmm. And then some white woman gets in her feelings. It's like, but anybody is talking shit about you. Like we just hyping up black women because they're super dope in so many ways. Mm-hmm. Doesn't take anything away from your dopeness. Like you can be dope and con- you know over there, but like we can still hype them up and not take anything away from anything away from you. Like can we still do that with? Can we acknowledge that there's different types of us? There's dark skin. There's light skin. There's people with foxy hair. People with super silky smooth hair. We can all just be different, and we ain't gotta hate each other for it.
1: I mean, in theory, but I mean, like, I think, I think that like, we just need to get rid of this this internal struggle between like our own color. You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like that's the the bigger thing. Like, I mean, because like white people have gotten it to where like, even if you're darker white, you're lighter white. You're just white. Like, that's it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's a. I don't I don't know why people are unified, but I'm there's <laughs> <laughs> there's there's like a they're, they're they're not bound by that kind of system, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I think that makes for better kind of organization and you know action in that way. If you understand what I'm saying, because you saying yeah, because they ain't got the same type of because
0: I mean, is there any other shade? of like? I mean, well, I will say I mean, like there's a bunch people, of different
1: shades of white. I, I
0: mean, you can see that, but see, I think white people white people's version of it is like. Pale white people get clowned a lot, like redheads get clowned and shit.
1: Yeah,
0: um, yeah. I think that's that's their version of it. It might not seem as severe because it's not like ours. So I think that they have similar means. I think this affects black people more because we're just in a you know lower state, and as far as
1: you know, yeah, the United States is concerned. I think that's why. Um, but I mean, like. I mean, of course, we need to get rid of it. You know what I mean? I think I don't want to say hotels need to get thrown away because <laughs> they do serve a purpose. Um, but everybody, I think everybody just has to. I mean, as we've said for hundreds of years, we just need to all figure out how to unify. Yeah, man. Like it seems like it, bro. Black people can't be this bad at
0: it. Like you feel like it's <laughs> like a. <laughs> I was, like, daydreaming one day. It's like, bro, is there, like, a hand that's like, keeps fucking us up? Like, every time we get closer together. a white like, hand,
1: yeah.
0: I was, I mean, I think that's part of it. But, like, it can't be this many years, this many centuries, that we just can't get it together as far as, like, <laughs> being on the same page enough to truly make a difference for black people overall. Like, I see now is a better time than ever for black people to take advantage of our power. Because I see, like more wealthy black people than I've ever seen in my life mm-hmm. I see black people like um, educating themselves as far as owning land owning businesses um, purposely taking over stuff that may have belonged to white people before I think um, Chance who just released some very dope singles recently he like just bought like the Chicago he um, bought
1: a Chicago newspaper, or a magazine yeah I can't remember what it's called but
0: I can't remember but the line was I bought it so I can get you racist motherfuckers out of here like yeah Stuff like that. I see black people taking initiative to do stuff like that, and just start our own stuff in in general because we know like now is a better time to ever ever to start your own business. You can literally just open up a, a business on your a store on your laptop and have everybody at the storefront overnight. Yep. So, I think it's coming, um, but it's like man, we can't be getting into these same arguments every day like this. Like what's going on? Um, I mean. Jones said intersectional thinking is very difficult for many. I think that's definitely a, a part a large part yeah. of it. A lot of people just can't grasp the concept of how deeply rooted like misogyny can be, or um light skin or dark skin um colorism. I think you're absolutely right with that, Jones. Um I'm trying to see what Cree said. I think a good bit, recognize it, but because they have to cling to the victim boat. And a lot don't want to own up to their participation in oppression. Some people make oppression a part of their identity, so you can't tell the, them that... Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, now for your comment. I just got to scroll up for a minute. Uh, some people make oppression a part of their identity, so you can't tell them that somebody is in a different predicament or sector <laughs> of oppression. I think that's... Yeah, you and Jones, you pretty much said the similar, similar things. Like, people can't go outside of themselves to recognize that people have different struggles. That's the issue
1: you read that comment? I'm, my eyes are terrible.
0: They always <laughs> <laughs> yeah, said, This colorism conversation is missing the central point of anti-blackness that creates a skin color and physical hierarchy where lighter skin and whiter features are placed on the pedestal and darker skin and more Afrocentric features are devalued. So it's not about disliking individuals. It's about trauma and the failure to realize privilege and people to dismantle their privilege.
1: Yes. That's very true. I think that's, yeah, absolutely. That is very accurate. Um,
0: I think that's what we were kind of, like, hinting at. Like, I don't think we were saying, like, people just dislike one another just because they're light-skinned. Oh, yeah. Like, a lot of, like you said, like, um, a lot of light-skinned don't understand how colorism works um, because they might be white-passing. They might be seen as more enduring off-top when they walk in a room because they're light-skinned. We all know a lot of times dark-skinned people are seen as more aggressive. When we get mad, um we're seeing sometimes we're not even accepting certain spaces because our just complexion just off-putting like white has always been seen as like something you pure know, pure and clean. yeah black has always been seen as something dirty and you know what I'm saying so I think we gotta do all we can to change that narrative man and that's why we just we just gotta hype each other up man just get together love on each other recognize whatever privilege, privileges you do have um recognize your own oppressive ways Dig deep man Just self examine I know there's some scary shit For a lot of people to do But self examine Sit with yourself And be like Why do I think the way I do And why are people reacting To why I'm thinking this way like, And what can I do to fix it Like Instead of just looking At everybody else Like everybody just Everybody else is crazy Like If you find yourself Continuously saying Everybody else is crazy You might be the crazy one You might be
1: <laughs> You might be bro But I mean What, what did we say earlier Just like um well, it's hard to kind of empathize, you know, with people that you don't necessarily identify with. So if somebody's mm-hmm. light skin, they don't have the same problems, you know, the dark skin people have. Right. They they just may not identify as, you know, they have the same issues when, you know, they, they do have very similar issues, you know what I mean? But you're saying it's like, um, it's, they also can't
0: see in somebody else's eyes and be like, yeah, that would be hard to live with. Like, they can't, they're not able to step outside their own shoes at all.
1: I mean, it could be. I'm just saying, like I'm just throwing something out there. You know what I mean? Yeah, it mm-hmm. could be, you know what I mean? Um, Especially for people that are super light, you know what I mean? Right. Who, you know, easily white past. <laughs> right, right. You know what I mean? I don't know why you, <laughs> I don't know why I did the voice, but you know, yeah. they, <laughs> <laughs> they could be saying stuff like, you know, like I don't know why such and such has it so hard. Yeah. You know, even though we're from the same neighborhood and we got the same background. Exactly. Except he's dark. And you're very, very light skinned. You know what I mean? Like if you never live with it, bro. It's just vibe. an empathy process. You know, yeah. I mean? it's just empathizing better.
0: Exactly. Um, so many spectrums that that crosses over, like I said, when it comes to gender, color, all that stuff. Um, <clears throat> looking look to yourselves, people. What's Hannah say that thought process is built into our culture? It's terrible, yeah, absolutely. Very
1: much so. Um All right, so we're gonna get to the Sorry about Bother, even though we hella touched on it earlier. Sweet. All right, Are we get on time. Yeah, we good. Yeah, we're pretty good on time. Mm-hmm. All right, so, so sorry to bother you. The movie is about. Um, I'm doing a ball. Bro, you fucking up today. We, yeah, I know. We saw Sorry to Bother You. It's uh, a movie starring Lakeith Stanfield, Tessa Thompson, Army Hammer, uh, oh, Terry Cruz, Terry Cruz, Glenn from The Walking Dead. Does anyone know this dude's name? Stephen Young. <laughs> um, it's got Danny Glover in it. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it, right? That's a... Well, and some well, what, other random black dude. Yeah, yeah. whoever his homeboy is. He was yeah. pretty good, though. Um, but the like, Keith Stanfield's from Atlanta, if you don't know. He is not Childish Gambino. He's not Paperboy. He is the other friend. De- Darius. Darius, yeah. The super high one. All the time. <laughs> but he's like the prophet in there. He is, though. <laughs> he is. Um. So, yeah, the movie's about this guy. who He joins... He uh gets hired at a telemarketing call center. Mm-hmm. Starts doing very well. Becomes, uh, you know, one of the company's best sellers. All at the same time, the company's going through a, uh, I don't want to say revolution, but the, uh, the people who aren't making money are striking. Yeah. For the most part. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of all his, like, discovery of that, him kind of maturing, or, I don't know about maturing, but him.
0: Him trying to move up.
1: Yeah, him trying to move yeah, up, yeah. developing as a person. Mm-hmm. Kind of the things he sees along the way. Mm-hmm. So. Movie is very out there. Very out Good. there.
0: Naomi said, if y'all have time, I want you all to touch on R. K. I Please. Okay, he did it.
1: Right. He did it. Yeah, really did it. We all in agreement. he did
0: brain. it. I can I don't even have the stomach to listen to the nineteen minutes of grossness. I listened
1: to it and it was all disgusting. All
0: right, we're gonna try to touch on it after the right. movie review. Um
1: so uh the what did you think the messages were in there because that was the movie is, like I said, the movie is very different and it's movie is incredibly different. It's it, it can be hard to read in some spots, it's very hard to read sometimes. <laughs> but um, are we talking spoilers? Yeah, all right. I, I don't I think don't our spoilers should deter you from watching it at all.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's just definitely still what we're going to do light spoiler as light as possible anyway. We do like walk around spoilers. How about that? Um, yeah. okay, all right. So, general thoughts on the movie in general. I did enjoy it. I'm still kind of digesting it. Will I like, loved it, right? I loved it, yeah. Yeah, um, I forgot what you rated. Like six out
1: of five stars. <laughs> um, I would give it like uh, okay. So if the Godfather's a ten, and yeah, <laughs> <if, laughs> Godfather not, in the conversation. No, no, if the Godfather's a ten. I'm just, I'm just giving you a baseline. <laughs> it's like an eight. It's like an eight. I can see an eight.
0: I'm yeah. eight. I probably like. I'll probably do a seven. To be honest with you. Okay. Like I'm. I can That's fair.
1: Um, the weirdness might have thrown y'all a point or two.
0: The for those like I said, if you ain't seen the movie yet, the movie has a very big plot. I don't even know if you want to call it a twist, but uh, you would not see this thing coming. Um, like I said, I'm not gonna tell y'all exactly what it is, but first of all, general thoughts on the movie It's a good movie. Definitely go see it. Very different movie.
1: Thank you for the love, Lisa. Uh, thank you. Yeah, thank you, Lisa.
0: Um, I don't know how many theaters it's gonna be showing after this week because it's got a very limited release, but um. Very good movie man Just definitely check it out Especially if you're Well Will Me and Will have been like Debating as the, If the undertones are really like Racially um, You know Related yeah. Or not But regardless of your skin color Go see the movie Um, Very good movie It's got some really heavy messages I feel like um,
1: well, Yeah What did you take away from it?
0: I felt like The underlying message was um, I really did more to black people You know, a lot of times we have been out here protesting and, you know, a lot of activists have been going on about the same things, same general issues. Not that we shouldn't be doing that, but I felt like the message was some of us get stuck in a rut of just protesting the same issues and just doing nothing but, like, marching or, like, you know, saying we're boycotting stuff. And we just get kind of stuck in a rut. And some of us actually do make it, you know, be successful with the help of of the man I'm um, getting a little money and we forget about all that. We forget what we was protesting for. We stopped protesting. we like, all right, well, I ain't in my struggle no more. because I'm rich. I'm good. I'm out of here. And, um, something happens to the key character that does, that is successful that makes them like brings them all the way down to reality. You're like, Oh shoot. I'm like, Oh, okay. I'm just, I'm actually, I'm just like y'all. Yeah. So I thought the message was until those who actually make it and are actually <laughs> successful, until they realize that they're still black, they're still like deemed in a, you know they're put in a certain box until they realize it and revolt as well, we might kind of get stuck in this rut of doing the same thing over and over again and protesting the same thing over and over again, that's what I thought was the overall theme of it.
1: You were wrong, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> no <nah>, man seen <clears> it <throat> I've seen it twice I, I have a bit of understanding than him <laughs> um, trash well the the movie kind of starts off the and one of the big things about the movie is he is he is selling slavery in a way yeah it's not it's not straight slavery but it's it's not chattel slavery but yeah. it's slavery <laughs> it's, it's pretty much slavery <laughs> um so yeah he's a telemarketer he's selling slavery for the most part mm-hmm. um but uh I was looking at that comment I was like what um so one of the main things I, I got from it was capitalism is bad mm. I think that's a a huge thing in there um thank you
0: Lisa how can my takeaway be wrong that's what he got thank you Lisa okay well he, Wilson used to be in wrong all the time like he don't he don't know you <laughs> don't know what right sound
1: like no <laughs> <laughs> I felt like capitalism was bad mm-hmm. um and also that like kind of like you lose yourself like all the things that kind of made him dope to his girlfriend right at the beginning of the movie kind of those things shifted whenever he got uh whenever he started being successful
0: mm-hmm. in this
1: job in this capitalist job you know what i mean I got you. so i feel like it was like kind of stay true to yourself All right. don't let capitalism or the monotony of being an adult kind of catch up with you and make you just this just... bland piece of shit mm-hmm. <laughs> You know what I mean? Right. Um, <laughs> capitalism.
0: Naomi is actually capitalism, right. capitalism is bad. To put equals bad. Yeah. That would been more effective.
1: Um, you know, and there were definitely some racial undertones in there. It was all racial? Just like I, it was all racial? Just like I said. I it was some racial undertones in there. A 100% racial undertones. Like, there's a part where... Um, there's a part where, like, the... The... What is it? The... The protest gets violent, mm-hmm. and they get help from these these outside forces. <laughs> trying to be so vague with these spoilers, y'all. It's so funny. Just go see the movies. Yeah. The the spoilers, well, I mean the the plot twist is enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very. <laughs> it's out there. It's all the way out there. Um, but yeah, like the movie is really dope. Uh, Lakeith Stanfield does an excellent job. He does. He's a perfect
0: fit for that yeah. new role.
1: Tessa Thompson does a great job. Oh, uh, so fine. Lord Jesus.
0: Did you ever, do we ever figure out what the, the artsy scene was about? I don't know. Y'all, this is a scene in the movie where she's, it's not, this nothing in a spoiler. She has an art show and she's basically naked on the show. I mean, this is my favorite part of the movie.
1: No, she has a breast cover with the, with hands. my hands. Because <laughs> they're so dark. <laughs> yeah. Is there the colors we talked about this? <laughs> <laughs> um, go ahead. You wanna- okay, so. She's she's basically naked but she's wearing a bra that like it's covering the chest mm-hmm. and it's like hands mm-hmm. and then like the vagina is covered by a by a finger that says F U or whatever you know mm-hmm. um and so anyways this is weird shit so she's reciting <laughs> she's reciting lines from the last dragon <laughs> and she's allowing people if they feel so moved right. to throw cell phones the old cell phones old like, cell phones which are which are made of coltan <laughs> to symbolize the struggle that uh <laughs> that what was it uh saharan african countries right. to deal with um what well, what else was it it was, like balloons with,
0: it was balloons with goat blood in it yeah balloons
1: with goat blood what was the goat blood floor? do you remember man i don't remember it was something about babies something about it's, babies yeah bullet shells it was bullet yeah bullet casings for black violence or some shit like that, <laughs> I don't remember. But we were trying to figure out what
0: the fuck it all meant. Bro, we were trying to figure. She was getting hard with it, hitting hard with these damn cell phones, bro. She was getting caught with these sets, and it was actually kind of disturbing because it's like no music or nothing playing. She's just saying the thing. And bro, she was
1: singing, she's singing the damn same same damn thing yeah. over and over again from yeah, the last bro. dragon. Shit was, getting she was funny as hell.
0: Um, so we don't know what that thing's about. I don't know. I think it's just like the extremist artist that just like yeah. you know what I'm saying just wants to. You know, catch everybody's attention. That's the best thing I can come up with. Um, other than that, that's the only thing we ain't deciphered yet. But there's a lot of there's a lot of dope
1: symbolism in there.
0: A lot of dope symbolism. This is a reoccurring thing with his um picture of Keith's dad. <laughs> Maybe he keeps around with him. Whenever he makes like a whenever he's getting successful, or making a good decision, his dad is looking happy on the picture. Yeah. Like whenever he's fucking up his dad just looks like,
1: <laughs> like what the fuck do you doing?
0: Know? <laughs> um very disturbing scene with the white people
1: in the party. Oh, oh my God, if, if you if you're black, that it's gonna it's gonna hurt like a little gonna bit,
0: hurt a lot, yeah. And that's why I said the race racial tone was the.
1: And just look and you know if you if you do go see it or you rent it on whatever when it when it comes out, like really watch the people in the crowd, like you know watch a whole like just really pay attention. Like it's not one of those joints where like you can just like just it out, you know, yeah. The, Cause it's just it's a lot more in there that right. that should be seen and caught. So yeah, just, that just movie. See it twice.
0: I'm gonna see it again. Whenever, however, some way. Bro, um, you can
1: always burn eleven dollars. I ain't got that money, bro. No, no, bro, you just, bro. you just say sixty dollars on your light bill. I know you got it. Bro,
0: saved. <laughs> 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 that shit wasn't supposed to be that high. <laughs> 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 no nah, man. Either way, just go see the movie. Listen to my uh, analysis because it's the
1: correct one. Um, when you cool. watch it, you realize. But uh, you said uh, wasn't it? Didn't you say a lot of people were supposed to be in it, or they oh, couldn't saying, draw yeah. so powerful ac- or
0: better? Yeah. Well, more well-known actors. The director Bootsy, um Rollins um, said that a lot of high-profile celebrities were initially picked to be in a movie, and they passed on it. And he was like, "Yeah, our movie's gonna like go crazy, and y'all y'all's gonna fail." This some hater like kind of the, on some shit. It's not like he's kind of on some shit Like on some bitter, like you
1: know why y'all ain't do my thing, give my thing a chance. You think it's possible that like the movie was so edgy and you know based off what you said like Mm -hmm. centered around the black struggle and things like that that like some people were turned off and they thought it could have hurt their Hollywood careers? I don't that might be a possibility but I think it was
0: more so how weird the movie was. I think so. I think how out there the movie was a lot of celebrities was like "Mm, I'm kind of good on this. because I think a lot of them thought it wasn't going to work out. And my question to you was should they have taken a chance on it anyway, just for the betterment of the culture of um a director just wanting to be completely out there for a black audience, a movie that he knew
1: was going to draw mainly black audiences, I think so. I mean I don't see why you think they should have taken a chance with it, I think so. I mean, unless you're like Denzel and they didn't pay enough, you know what I mean <laughs> it's hard to pay Denzel, I'm sure you know, and if it wasn't a role you're interested in, then you kind of present other people who yeah you know I mean, could have benefited from it.
0: That goes back to just someone like just sharing events if you can't even make them. Yeah. Like, it's been. hey, man, you got this up and coming director. Movie's weird, I'm going to tell you now, but just look at it. <laughs> um, Might be your shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And there's a lot of high profiles that have just been in super weird movies. Um, I thought Inside Man was pretty weird and Denzel was in that.
1: You thought it was weird? It was a little
0: strange. What is it? He was a little obsessive, but that was about it. It's Spike Lee weird, though, so that's acceptable.
1: That oh, was Spike Lee movie, hmm Inside Man?
0: Inside Man was like the turning point of Spike Lee's, like... Decline. I guess you could say that. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah, it was Spike Lee joint. Spike Lee might
1: have one well with this Black Klansman, though.
0: I think this is, like, his comeback. I think She's Gotta Have It remake was, like, the, you know, easing back up. Yeah. I think Black Klansman's gonna seal the deal. <laughs> it looked funny.
1: It looked funny. I hope it's good, man. Yeah. It's Um, really good. Um, we'll, we'll have a review of that for y'all, too. Of course. So um, are making good time Alright Yeah man we're doing our thing we trying to help And beat this Announcer lady That'd be <laughs> Screaming <He'd> be agony <laughs> as hell. Yeah Alright So also uh, I've seen it before But I, I asked Mike To go back and look at it For this show Um, Dear White People Uh, Dear White People Is Originally it was a movie I don't know if it was a book Was it a book first I think it was just a movie Okay uh, It was a movie that came out A few years back Maybe five years back Or whatever Um <clears throat> kinda looks at this girl who this light skinned girl with she got good hair in the in the movie too. Uh <laughs> but her kind of experience in college, she uh hosts a radio show uh at her school. Called Dear White People. Called Dear White People, mm-hmm. yeah. Um it's hella aggressive. <laughs> it's, <so> aggressive. <laughs> it's hella aggressive towards it's white it. people. Mm-hmm. Um so what'd she say?
0: Hannah says that what bothers me is that there should be more movies that make white culture more aware of what is actually happening. It's like what would shake what would shake people's awareness, oh okay, yeah, well, I agree with
1: that I mean I mean, yeah, I agree with that too. I think I like it's happening they're white people's them themselves. It feels like yeah, it's like they're white people's for and there's a lot more a a lot of it had to do with like accessibility to things that you know show black people, yeah outside of slavery. Right, because that's what like all black people could get for a long time, bro. That shit was, <laughs> bro. That shit was so aggravating. You remember when it was like Twelve Years a Slave? Right. Um, it was like a, it, was, it was like, like one like year, series. like three of them came out, bro.
0: It was yeah, because Twelve Years a Slave and that Matthew McConaughey movie and something else came out all at the same time. Like oh, so that's what we are, huh? It's
1: <laughs> so what we are to you, Hollywood.
0: <laughs> that's why I was tell people why we were celebrating Black Panther. We still are for so long because yeah. it's like we finally get to be at the. Top
1: of our game, <laughs> but um, I'm sorry, go ahead. Um, so yeah, follows this girl who she has a really aggressive radio show called Dear White People. Very aggressive towards white people, and it kind of goes through the people she meets in school and her experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, all the while she's having this radio show, she's dating and smashing this white dude, <laughs> whiter than white dude, like just his name is Gabe. Yeah, like, Gabe. Like so I, I listen to some Forty One and Dave Matthews Band white. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. Uh, it also has a bunch of other characters. um I think it very I think it represents black people very well, especially like in the different kind of people that we have. You know what I mean? It felt like similar to the grownish it felt like it was in the checkbox of like yeah
0: different different white black people there's like Samantha, who is like I said like you said, the super strong like white people ain't shit boys, yeah, while she's <laughs> smashing a white dude. um you got um starts with an r the dude that's like the aggressive
1: oh, the um, aggressive black dude.
0: Damn. I want to say Rodney, but that's not it. It's not Rodney. I just thought the same thing. But... I was about to say Raheem, too. <laughs> okay. Now you're getting bad. Um, But you got a super aggressive black dude that's like, you know, black power. Ain't no compromise, none of that. You got Troy. But well, also at
1: the same time, he's a, he's a nerd. Like, he's a computer whiz. He is a computer whiz. Yeah. yeah. So
0: he actually is smart and everything. Um, You got Troy, who's like the, I guess, bipartisan. Like, he can go either way.
1: Yeah, he's the jock. Uh, yeah. You know, he's his family's supposed to be like, Mm-hmm. You know, in law, what what, is, what am I trying to say?
0: He's the, uh, what do you call it? The enduring black person, like the whole like non-threatening black person, like he's yeah, like the you wear suits. He's, he's a prodigy. That's what I was trying prodigy. to say. There you yeah, know to work. Um You got Joe, who's Samantha's best friend, who's um really dark skinned, very cool, very laid back, but
1: people don't see her like they see Samantha. Exactly. Even though they both were, like kind of the same person in a way. That was kinda she's, super kinda doper well, yeah. than
0: Samantha in my opinion. Well she is. Yeah.
1: Because she's exactly. not as a fucking aggressive. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Um,
0: and you got Coco, who's um <laughs> Coco bad. Coco bad, Coco bad as hell.
1: Yeah, Coco's Coco's uh Coco acts bougie, but she's really from the project.
0: She's really from the project. She's like she's got that like I ain't never going back mentality. <laughs> yeah. Um I got my
1: shit figured out and I'm not I, I'm not taking one step off
0: that one single step and it's Poignant scene in the second season. Like, do you, she let you know. She ain't taking no back steps at all. Yeah, zero. Yeah, I did not see that coming. Doesn't but, um, matter what happens.
1: Um, and he got Lionel.
0: Lionel, who is the um, gay character. Yeah, he's
1: um, gay and a writer. A
0: writer. Super nerdy. Super awkward. Yeah. like All this stuff. So, uh, you,
1: from the way you was talking, you love the show. I like the show. There's some... There's some cheesy moments in the show, <laughs> um, but I do like the show. I think it. I think it gives uh, a nice, fun aspect of like black college life. I, I can do that. Um, I, I think they show people's some of the people's struggles pretty well, uh-huh. especially like Lionel's. Like you know, some people's struggles are a little bit more edgy. Like uh, what is the black dude's name, dude? <laughs> it's driving me crazy. <sighs> is it Richie? Richie, Ricky, um, it's not Ricky. Um, anyways, Lionel's story is a little bit more lighthearted. It's like a, a path to self-discovery. Reggie, Reggie, yeah. Um, lighthearted a little bit, know, uh, yeah. Like his path is about self-discovery and kind of finding out who he is and mm-hmm. writing a paper and kind of discovering all this stuff about the college or whatever. Right. And while you got Reggie on the other hand. His shit is the grind. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, he gets held up at gunpoint by a cop. Yeah. That's at a party. Yeah, That shit was sad. It was sad. I felt
0: on the nose, but.
1: Did you feel like it, it did it well? Or you thought they did it kind of poorly? So there. Uh, so so at, hold, hold on. Let's yeah. do a backstory. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. So there's a scene in there where uh, everybody's at a party. White people, black people all mixed together. Mm-hmm. And what song comes on? Some song with nigga in the chorus. It's
0: like a, what was it? It's a, it's like one of the black black anthems.
1: Yeah, but um, they
0: had a white party and yeah, the, the yeah, the white
1: dude like, says nigga. and so, of course, some white person calls the cops. I ain't gonna say who it was because I need to get into that backstory, but somebody white calls the cops and then the cops show up while this while Reggie and the other white dude are beefing. Uh-huh. So anyway, he gets held at gunpoint. Yeah, like the whole scene just like it's like festive, it it and then it like gets a little bit angry. Like shit, just stops. Like it's, it's time just, stops. The,
0: the record scratch. Yeah, and everything. Um, I mean, I think they could have did it better, but I got the how so. The thing. Let me. I wrote like a little note, a little list of shit that I got loved and hated. Because <laughs> like I felt like it was that important. Um, the show overall lacks subtlety. In a lot of ways, okay, um, like the messages come through loud and clear. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's like there's really, um, actually really like the storyline, right, a little backstory. Most episodes, each character gets like a whole their own narrative. The most each story, each um, yeah, each episode is centered around a character. Usually, uh, sometimes it just kind of bounces between everybody, but um, usually it's like one episode, one you know, show focuses on somebody entirely, and um, like Coco have what probably my best my favorite one so far. Um yeah, she, hers she is the goat. <laughs> she is the goat. Speaking of colorism, hers has is largely based on colorism, how she was always get picked on about her looks. Because cocoa is
1: super dark and chocolatey and fine. But she makes sure her hair look white though.
0: Yeah. Like there's a whole scene where she's having sex and her wig falls off and she just kills the whole shit. Yeah. dude's like, if you don't get
1: up on you the bring th- them cheese back here. Yeah,
0: <laughs> back on the th- <laughs> um, so like it's just very over the top with his messages. Um and I just that's not I've just never been a fan of that Um, because you're a writer and you're better than us. I didn't say it out loud, but <laughs> <laughs> just plain, Like I always believe in like showing versus telling like you shouldn't have to tell me This is the part where I get serious Yeah, or, this is the part where racism happens <laughs> This is the part when um like rape could occur like you should just show it to me and it just like be haunting um, Night nice, Hannah, thank you for tuning in. Love your face Oh <laughs> um, yeah, it's just like
1: over the top of the thing. I don't know if you agree with that or not. but I mean, just, you know, I think I've said it before. Like, it's got some cheesiness to it. Like, it's got some much cheesiness. So, another in, point, Especially in that
0: way, yeah. Another point on the bulletin, on the bullet list, is the acting and writing is rough around the edges sometimes. <laughs> like, what's it going to play? Mars? And, um, uh, She's got to have it. He's in the show. Mars? The light-skinned dude. The, uh, I think he's light-skinned on the, Mars? On um, She's got to have it. Yeah, what about him? He's a terrible
1: actor. He's in. He's in.
0: Yeah, bro. He's the light skin dude. Do, oh, stuff.
1: he is. Yeah, he's terrible. Yeah, I agree. It's awful. And they write. They write awful well, I, lines. I actually like him, and she's got to have it.
0: He was. Yeah, he was serviceable, and she's got to <laughs> have it. But this is, every time he gets on the screen, I'm like, oh god, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they gave him the worst lines too. It's like, hey, bro, here, read this. Bro, they have him doing like the dumbest stuff, like he stole a dog. <laughs> stole a dog and just. That's kind of a spoiler, but so the dog, the, the him and the um African dude be beefing, and he be having the cheesiest comeback. That comebacks. <laughs> I think it's right, but yeah, the, the story I mean, sorry, the, the script You're can be see little list. I gotta read it, bro. You can't read it for me, man. Bro, it's good. Come on, just ain't like... oh,
1: Troy's that. Troy's reaction to Lionel coming out.
0: Hmm?
1: What's wrong with that? No, oh, that's no, what I'm, you like. Oh, I'm you sorry. Fuck, <laughs> fuck it up. Fuck it up.
0: Uh, Let me get back to my list man Okay go ahead I'm sorry <laughs> The last thing I didn't like Was um The death of Sam's father Um I spent like way too long On that shit
1: Oh really the main character's father dying bro? you don't
0: know Nothing about this dude you, I agree you, <laughs> you, I Fully
1: agree That nigga was no nowhere <laughs> That nigga was on the screen Like in a video call Like two seconds And she hung she, up on his ass when she, when she was When she was Ranting on the internet Yeah Yeah <laughs> Then nigga dies. The nigga dies. Yeah, they die. they had a whole ass
0: episode about this dude. I was like, bro, get
1: maybe with this maybe thing, it was man. more about the camaraderie between her and, because like at, at the end of the day, like I, I like that little, I like that thing like that Samantha, Coco and Joe have. That like, was it's, like it's like they're really there for each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they but they just they not. Yeah,
0: yeah. But like Coco and Joe hate each other. Bro. bro, yeah, Coco and Joe
1: do not like each other. <laughs> And Samantha and Coco just kind of—it seemed like they just faded apart for the most part. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. So I like that aspect. I think that—I thought that was what the episode was more so about. just spent more time on that shit, man. They spent <laughs> all the time with
0: Sam was just crying and shit, and then the nigga was in the room with her when she was looking through the book and shit. Oh.
1: <laughs> yeah, I knew. That was pretty terrible. That was pretty terrible.
0: I yeah. know you. I know you took my my, um, my whiskey and <laughs> you. Faced it with tea.
1: Go away, you did. You go. That was pretty trash, right? Not giving that. <laughs> Wait, why is this nigga? You go away? Why is this nigga still around?
0: just out here in his chair, just talking, <laughs> bro. But all right, real fast. I right, shit I did love though. Um, soundtrack is Flames. Yeah. So. Soundtrack is Flame Marie. Like all types of artists. Oh, That shit was awesome. I like the cinematography. Um, I think they got a lot of inspiration from Spike Lee, like with the weird angled shots. Um, The weird zooms and shit at random times. I
1: don't know nothing about all that. I'm I'm not. You fancy? Nah, bro. You know what I'm saying?
0: I think we discussed this before. I think we both loved um, how um, Lionel's um, coming out to Troy. How that played out. Um, When he like Lionel, like was fighting with the fact that he might be gay at the beginning of the series. (laughs) He be looking at
1: Troy like a piece of meat. (laughs) So yeah, Troy's really cut, play football all oh, that yeah. stuff.
0: Yeah, Troy's cut the fuck up, like nothing but like two percent body fat. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. He'd be out here, and like Lionel was just like iron up and down. He was just fighting with himself, like I ain't gay, but so he wasn't. He wasn't talking like that because he don't. He don't do nothing but whisper out the whole yeah. show. <laughs> but uh, he was fighting with himself. But when he finally comes out to Troy, like Troy's like, oh, right, word, <laughs> you
1: know what I'm saying? He's Like, okay, I don't care, <laughs> basically.
0: And they actually keep that same energy throughout the whole series, like. With him just interacting with him. Um, Yeah, like, he
1: goes out with his boyfriend. Yeah.
0: They go to, like, a gay party, I think. Yeah. Um, And him just, like, walking around the house with his shirt off and shit. Like, he ain't acting extra weird about it. Yeah. Like, that shit was just very, very dope. Um, Like I said, Coco's narrative. Oh, and most of all, fucking parody skits. Um, With the little TV shows they was watching. (laughs) Them shits was hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) I see one I didn't like. Bro.
1: <laughs> what was it? What was it in the second season? I know. What was it? The girl, it was the fake Ayana, fix my life. Yeah. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, the things are so stupid. <laughs> Wasn't it the uh, girl from? uh, It was the the gay girl, right?
0: Yeah, I forgot her name. Um, Lena, just, Lena something. Lena something. She just got a big deal for something. Um, she, she's been everywhere lately. She has. I'm glad she's blowing up like this. Um, she's hilarious.
1: Yeah, but. Those those things were hilarious. All of them shits was hilarious. Like yeah. that
0: one, the scandal rip off. Yeah. Um There's a um, what was the, um, a her own reality show, and she's like, then she play like, <laughs> she's like, she claims she's not gay, but she does like she's a little the woman. most gay This yes. <laughs> is just hilarious. But overall, it's a good show, man. Um, you think you gonna watch season three? I'm know I'm gonna watch season three because I get I don't know two things. If Joe's gonna get her own narrative, because she better get one, I'm gonna be pissed off if she don't. Yeah, she didn't have one. Yeah, she never did get one.
1: No, it was the episode where she was with the dude, right?
0: I thought that was just like, a, cause I, I don't think no, because when they do the narrative, they do the whole they, backstory and everything. Yeah, they
1: show the face of the person. They show the face of the person at the beginning of the episode.
0: Yeah, that too. But they do. They usually go like back in time. Yeah, and like see the whole backstory. So I hope they do one for Joe. They better. i oh, some bug boycott. Joe ain't got that kind of pull like that. No, well, she better. She finds so. Um <laughs> And I'm needing to see if this whole like secret society shit pays off.
1: You were actually interested. In, it came off corny, like at the. It was end. corny.
0: It felt like filler. <laughs> yeah. I need to know if it's the end. At the end, I was like,
1: Why the fuck are these niggas in a tower? Niggas in the Harry Potter <laughs> castle. <laughs> and then out of nowhere, the nigga from Los Pollos Hermanos. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I see you've been paying attention. Like, <laughs> like who are you? Like, <laughs> I need to see if it's gonna pay off. Like, after, I felt like it was filler because the other stuff was like running thin. Like, there's only so many scenes you can have like white people and black people protesting against each other. But he was kind of like on that thing
1: from the beginning of the show,
0: right? He was, but I feel like that was like part of the writing. It's like, all right, this other shit gonna work, kind of. Kind of so <laughs> we gotta, <laughs> we gotta add some adventure shit in to <laughs> get something in there.
1: So I just gotta see if that pays off, man. But I'm gonna definitely watch it. The one, one of the things I'm very disinterested in is this whole game storyline with Samantha, yeah, really just disinterested. Like, wow, it's oh, forced, it does. Like, it seems like mm. in there just to like give that kind of like self struggle, you know what I mean?
0: Well, I thought it was good at first, like, it's a perfect contrast. Like, this woman is calling out white people. And then well, yeah, the first it.
1: season is good, but yeah. the second season is just like. Coming to like male, now you like, drama? yeah, like now you kind of just you see him with another black girl. Are you Are you trying to play me out in public? Right, right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> did you um like that whole scene with them just fighting? And it was like no music or nothing.
1: I did like that scene. I did like that scene. I will give it that. Now why yeah. ended up in sex? I don't know. Didn't yeah, they end up in sex, worse. or they, or they were they making out in the studio.
0: They kissed in the studio, and then like eventually they had sex again. I believe, didn't they? I
1: know. They kiss in the studio and then they she didn't she find out the news about her daddy? That's what happened. Yeah. My
0: bad. Yeah, you're right.
1: So I don't know I don't think they ever Yeah, they never had sex again. Yeah.
0: So I mean I feel you on that. I mean I don't think Gabe's going anywhere. I think he's
1: gonna be back third season. Great. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Dude's in grad school. Why can't you just graduate? <laughs> but no, my my favorite character on there is Troy. I think.
2: I guess, yeah, I
1: think Troy is like a lot of a lot of people, like you know, kind of you're led down this path. One. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, <laughs> this is the part. That, well, here right is a lady. This part gets cut out on the on her SoundCloud <laughs> area. <laughs> um, hey, real quick, we just want to thank everybody for joining in. Yeah, thank y'all so much for coming um, and commenting. We're gonna keep talking in a couple seconds, but. Um, yeah. Back on topic, but... We appreciate
0: y'all taking time out of y'all's Thursday night. Yep. To be with us. Make sure y'all go by, bless the mic after this. And enjoy some poetry and Jamaican food. Because it's lit.
1: Yeah. We went two weeks ago. It was very dope. Absolutely. Um, it was great to see Bug, Bugsy and them back on. For sure. Um, so anyways. um, What was I saying? Oh, Troy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I feel like he's like the, the struggle that a lot of black... Men have like mm-hmm. you're led down this path that kind of like your father designed or society's designed for you, right? You know what I mean? But all the time, like it's not really you at all. You know what I mean? No, like, somebody molding you. And, yeah, like just like I said earlier, like you haven't been allowed that time for self-discovery. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Exactly. And so, like even though he's like all these things, student body president, da 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 da. Right. He's like a, a wee smoking. <laughs> I want to be a bro, comedian. He felt that back like hard, bro. He felt all the way off. We
0: love you too, you Naomi. Um, he felt like that shit
1: super hard. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it
0: was like blowed out every day.
1: And then come to find out, his dad hit the blunt. Bro, his dad was up there faking the longest up.
0: drag ever, bro. <laughs> he said,
1: <laughs> "Bro, that's yeah, that was he that said, was funny, bro. We, he said some
0: weeks. You have some we, um, yeah. weeks there or something. right?" Yeah, definitely check it out. Check out the series, y'all. I think y'all will like it. Yeah. Um, let me let us know how y'all opinions when y'all check it out. Um, all right, we got fifteen minutes. You want to hear from talk about as gross as R. Kelly song?
1: Oh, real quick. Uh, as far as shows, Insecure is coming back.
0: Yes. In like two weeks. Lawrence ain't gonna be on there. I'm I'm, bro- I'm boycotting. Is he really? They said Lawrence ain't gonna be on there, bro. It's I'm
1: the thinking bullshit.
0: they might do like Westworld and like fake us out. Okay, yeah, HBO fake
1: yeah. me out. Yeah, fake me out, <laughs> HBO. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But he's talking about. Nah, ain't no know when exes when
1: break up, they disappear. Well, yeah. No, I mean, she's got mind. have habits. I think they're still running production, so it should be out in a few months. Um, and Black Klansman. Can't Those are the three movies me. we want. Those are three things we want y'all to see soon. Can't wait for that shit, man. Um, uh, yeah. Okay. So this is R. Kelly song. We are doing this just for Naomi because <laughs> it's only for you. Yeah. <laughs> We're not talk about this. Because you thing. asked about it. <laughs> All right. So dude's disgusting like he talks about um I hit some young women I hit some old women that was one of the lines I was like alright <laughs> and the whole time he's saying I admit it like he's like he's trying to give you he's trying to tell you and I don't know why he did it
0: like I heard he didn't actually admit the pedophilia he just like he said young woman as not just a younger woman
1: bro but you're R. Kelly like you have to have that knowledge of how people are going to perceive it right
0: Go ahead, bro. You you listen to the shit. Please continue your. What else did he talk about? Because I'm already about to throw up on a paper.
1: He yeah. talked about like being misogynistic and dogging out people throughout the years, and a lot of it he's kind of like making himself the victim. Like a lot That's of what it. I heard. A lot of it is him making himself a victim. I heard <laughs> it was like the world made me a monster. <laughs> <laughs> it was so much R. Kelly. First off, like it's the most 19 minutes of R. Kelly. Bro, it was <laughs> like.
0: Uh, Lisa said R. Kelly has never you been right in the head. Thank you, yeah. All
1: these things we're finding out. Well, we found out R. Kelly married young Ashley. R. Kelly had sex slaves or whatever they were. I don't know what they were, but it wasn't right. <laughs> um, please, please don't. Please don't check it out. It's not worth your time. Don't do it, darling. It's not worth your time for you to just only have your notion that R. Kelly's a sicko confirmed. Like it's right. It's not worth your time. <laughs> right. Um I just don't Anything know why else? he did it. Like why would you do that? Like knowing your R. Kelly, why why would you say on there that like I had I've smashed young chicks? Is it like arrogance at
0: this point? Like I've been getting I've been selling out shows. Niggas have known this for a long time. Like I've been selling out shows. i am been getting money like is that like OJ thing? Like,
1: <laughs> if I did like it I'm to untouchable. Her? You know what I'm saying? Like, but R. never taken a trial for this stuff, except for the the one thing where he peed on the girl on video, right? And, <laughs> and somehow he got off of.
0: I feel like it's arrogance, bro. I feel like it's just like it's gonna it's gonna hype me up even more. I can do it.
1: You want to listen to a little bit of?
0: No, bro. No, no. no bro, we got no. do week, man. We only got like all right, bro. Two we go,
1: bro. We gonna spend two minutes on it. No, <laughs> turn that shit off, no. No. All right, man. All right. I'm going to leave it alone. I'm going to leave it alone. Thank you. All because Mike want me all, all because Mike wants me to. Arrogance. But, um, yes. I guess it's arrogance. That's bro. the only explanation. It's like,
0: <laughs> I'm just that good, bro. Like, he out here like Bugsy Siegel. Like, he just you know,
1: the worst part is, like, I, I'm, I, I can admit, I still like R. Kelly's music because I feel like if you don't admit that, then you lie to yourself for the most part. But I can't really listen no more. Like, nah, bro. <laughs> and but it's these it's these older women who still be rocking to it. They be selling the shows, bro. And like how is he still making money? Like
0: Like I said with the self accountability thing, like for you to be like this is a, to, to admit yourself that this is a pedophile would require you to be like, Okay, maybe I shouldn't listen to the pedophile's music none people can't do
1: that. They'd be jamming though, so they just they keep doing the butt to it. <laughs> It's like when you find out your favorite
0: celebrity is just like a dirtbag or something like uh, Darwin said, What do you consider old? What do you mean?
1: Uh, I mean I would say like a lot of oh, a lot 40 of women. plus women.
0: I think like yeah, it seems like late 30s women or early 40 women are the his main fame black woman. or like Yeah, his main yeah. fan base.
1: It seems I would like. say 40 plus, maybe so, yeah. Like older like not like social media is not part of their like everyday life. I would Probably say Probably not. Yeah. Um so yeah, man, like we need to just tell all these women to shift your attention over to
0: Kim. At Lisa, least, at least get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> just go buy a bunch of like Kim's
1: albums and Kim What a step down. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I did say the quality was gonna be there. Morally it's a step up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Moral is the purest decision you can make all year.
1: Um, oh my god. <laughs> Musically it's a terrible decision. <laughs> <laughs> you about to hear all one song You can listen to a Kim album He's so just... successful He's so He is? Successful.
0: Yes, Kim is out here winning, bro
1: I guess, bro I,
0: I, I can't rock with Kim like that He got the same sauce that Lauren Hill got Still selling out shows <laughs> and still not showing up
1: <laughs> Oh my
0: gosh You know, he said Black woman might have a role But so do concert promoters, venues The labels, the male artists Who continue to collaborate with him Absolutely right. Um, I think the male artists don't want to... It's that thing where I'm just going to ignore all the other shit mm-hmm. you've been
1: doing. We're going to make this jam and we're going to get these hits. I'm not saying like older oh, black women are the only people that listen to because yeah, yeah. that's not the case. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely not. Like Spotify Spotify listens are not... His Spotify listens are not that high just because of old black women. Nah. Um, you know, but he wouldn't be making the music if people weren't tuning in whatever people those may be. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Those people got to do better. Exactly. You know... uh, Because they should be jamming though,
0: bro. Shut up. Um, I don't I
1: don't tune in though.
0: Yeah, of course you do Um, (laughs) hey y'all remember when we were at IHOP and I played that Brian McKnight song. Let me show you (laughs) I remember that shit.
1: I do remember that That Um, that disturbing ass Brian McKnight song. (laughs) That was a
0: very disturbing moment. We don't Uh, talk about that a
1: lot Um, (laughs) all right, man. We got five minutes. We're gonna go ahead and do Bay. Yeah, man. uh, All right, so this week if y'all don't know, we do a thirst of the week every week. Celebrates black women. Well, it celebrates women. Um, I think no, it's black, black women. women. Yeah, we women. only do black women. Yeah. I'm about to say. I didn't know we restricted it to that. We did. But I know we <laughs> I know it's always been <clears throat> um, there. Unspoken law. Yeah. So this week, uh the thirst beauty of the week. I keep wanting to say jet. <laughs> the third- oh, I didn't say thirst beauty. Did I say thirst <laughs> Can be that, bro. Whatever you yeah, want, man. Th- this week, Thirst of the Week is uh, Tessa Thompson oh, no. from the movie we just talked about. Sorry to bother you. She's also been uh, in a lot of other movies. She was in uh, Westworld. She was in. Uh, she currently
0: stars in Westworld.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Thor Ragnarok. Best Thor. Um, Diane mm-hmm. Nash and Selma. She mm-hmm. was. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen Selma. I haven't seen it all the way through. Oh uh, yeah, she's Bianca and Creed, and she looked good in them Creed two previews too, bro. She looked good, good. all the time. Yeah, that made no sense. And she's younger than us, I believe. Is she
0: really? No, no. I'm sorry. She might be older than us, like like six years,
1: bro. Know. Whatever she is, she can get the. <laughs> Not if she's too young. Not if she too young can't be. I
0: was gonna say R- you mess around can't be R. Kelly. Oh, she's course. only thirty four years old. Bro. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. right. Yeah, she at. can
1: get taste up. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, she's thirty-four and looking every bit of glorious. She, um she's in an annihilation. I don't know what that is, but in an annihilation. So sure she was finding a, that too? Oh, she was in Annihilation. Was that Mortal Kombat Annihilation? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know.
0: <laughs> um, all the way back.
1: Yeah, man, you can check her out on IG um at Tessa May Thompson, T S S A. M-A-E-T-H-O-M-P-S-O-N. Um, you can check her out on Twitter at Tessa Thompson underscore X. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go check out them pictures because I'm telling you. So in the opening scene, <laughs> in one of the earliest scenes, um, she about to smash. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. And them cheeks, them cheeks get shown. I actually came in late, but I saw like
0: online. They had a little preview of that part. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the buns was right. Oh, um, yeah, she had like an alleged affair with Janelle Monet.
1: I don't know. Okay, so I heard they were best friends. That's what they said. And then, like, I don't know. I don't. I don't know where to. Le- I don't know where to go from there. They said they was chilling. Everybody was like, Nah, y'all chilling a lot. Nah, <laughs> what, what y'all doing? Oh, like, oh, so, so also because they're hanging out together. A that's lot. how people act, bro. That's how people do that dumb shit, bro. We, bro, we. Well, you be busy now, but we just hang out a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm too busy. Like I'm. <laughs> We when The relationship suffered. Yeah, bro. I mean, you be busy now, and I got a kid. I so, make time know. for you, man. You know what I'm saying? Bro, I'm straight, man. I don't want these <laughs> niggas out here thinking we gay, bro. Bro, we are. Bro, bro. Fine. That's. I mean, it's fine for anybody to be gay. Just <laughs> this I'm mad you can get on my necklace. <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> um, Oh, yeah, man. I mean, that would make the storyline better if she had messed with Janelle.
0: I think that's, I mean, I think they weren't sweating <laughs> it like that. <laughs> like, But, yeah, that, look. If I think about them two in the bed together, like my head's gonna explode. Like I can't even handle that. Like Oh, shut up. We've all wondered about that. Nobody's like, wondered about but that. But Tessa told me personally that what we have is stronger than anything else. So
1: And Janae told me the same thing about our relationship. I'm no, talking about other lady like that. <laughs> I got both of them. No, you don't. All right. <laughs> um that's it for this week's show. We hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, um man. thank y'all so much for joining. It'll me. be on our SoundCloud by Monday hopefully getting on iTunes very shortly. Oh yeah. Um and uh you you if you if you want to, you can rewatch the video. Yes. Um it'll be now. available on Facebook shortly. Absolutely. Um so just replay it, tell your friends, um everybody. Yep. Uh we will be back at y'all in 2 weeks uh with another episode Y'all have any ideas, suggestions on what we should talk about? Yes, yeah, any thoughts on what y'all want to talk about,
0: Ronnie? Man, where was you at? What was you at?
1: Uh, all late, in, all late <laughs> in the
0: thing. Shout out to Rodney Foster. Um, yeah, if y'all have any suggestions or opinions or like really show just what, what y'all want us to talk about even more, like please, please get at us because yeah, we want to talk about what y'all want to talk about.
1: Um, so yeah, man, we want to thank everybody for joining the show again and um uh, sure. peace out. We hope. To provide, keep on providing great content for y'all. So Absolutely. thank y'all.
0: Thank y'all so much for joining, man. Appreciate it a thousand times over. Daddy, I got you, bro. Hey, bro, I feel you. <laughs> I, I feel you, you on that. Hey, bro, I got a goddaughter, you know. What I'm saying? I know how bro, hard it is. Shut up.
1: <laughs> shut. That's nothing like it. It's nothing like it. He got two of them. I'm good. I do, bro. It's hard, bro.
0: it's hard out here, bro. I'm good on that. But we love y'all, man. Thank y'all so
2: much.